Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This week in league, Anthony Seabold officially identifies as a gilf after Wayne Bennett can't stop fucking him. Role model crisis as kids in Newcastle tell their parents to get fucked while sipping on strawberry thick shakes. The West Tigers lament the season that could have been had selfish Robbie Farah fucked off earlier. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round 24 of the 2019 NRL season. All that more this week in league. Welcome to episode 333 of This Week in League. We're never going to make 666. I wish we fucking would, though. <laughs> but that's like another 10 years away. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck that, I'll be in my fucking cold, hard grave. <laughs> you, can't do another, you can't do like another 10 years of meetups. I mean, there's like, there's there's two people that can yeah. fucking do, on earth that can do that. <laughs> Collectively, Motley Crue and the Rolling Stones. I was going to say, it's like- <laughs> Pretty much, you know, others, others, others tried, you know, to do to do ten of our meetups in a row. Like fucking Jimmy Hendrix. I tell you, I'd I'd be happy with an Aussie Osborne effort. I'd oh, so you want to be? You want to actually achieve the milestone and be that, but just be a fucking shell. But no, but <laughs> like enjoy every fucking minute of it, but not have a memory of the previous minute <laughs> as the next ones. Yeah, but I think I don't think he's got a memory of any fucking minutes. That's he's like. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's he's about as close to a fucking like immobile frittata, but yet still be mobile and speak. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? He's just like, he's walking fucking like like, like he's basically one step up from like a fucking zombie in the walking. Like he has a decomposition, but um, because he's fucking pickled. But <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Well, you know, fuck. Even if we, how old's killer? Ten. Yeah. Yeah, well, he was, oh, like, so when it started, he would have been just fucking, he would have, well, I guess, yeah, you know, ju- well, he just won. Or yeah. just, you know, sort of gearing up towards the end of the, yeah, end of the first year. Yeah. So I'm saying you're going to put in eight more years and then it can be passed on. Yeah, exactly. Next generation. Yeah, but the next then generation. You can take him to his still first, a bit, yeah. take him to his first meetup. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I honestly, I I do not want that fucking level of responsibility, <laughs> because I am I'm the worst fucking enabler. As people would realise, I'm the worst fucking enabler, in, possibly in the world. <laughs> so, uh, is that ever going to change? No, no, it is not. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's where you, you you rely, you know, get by with a little help from your friends. Yeah, oh, that's true. That is true. You know, we're not going to let him. Get syphilis on his first trip out, and make something nice and easy like crabs. <laughs> yeah, but then he'll get yeah, Thor dot gift like yeah, that. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Uh, three three three. Is that lucky? Thor's death. I don't know. Do I, look like Chinese, do I look like Chinese to you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How do you feel on the inside? <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Do you have a story time for us this week? <laughs> <laughs> um, not no, not any sort of actual story time. Um, okay. I did a day trip to Tangaluma. Oh yeah, I saw I saw I saw it on the gram. Um, did some whale watching, and while we were coming back, and stepdad Junior was. Uh, Catching some Z's after a big day in the sun. Yeah. I decided to do some other whale watching on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Who is on this boat? <laughs> <laughs> and I have copped a fair bit of abuse. Abuse of abuse from whom? Because I've discovered that girls on Tangaluma mm-hmm. are horny. And cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but you were sailing away at the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it must like preemptively show you. Like it it must have, when I was in the vicinity, it must have shown me to people there. And then as I'm leaving, it's showing me to people that I've already seen me. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. Um, and so I copped a lot of shit. For, you know, why the fuck would I open it if I wasn't staying there? And anger because they'd wasted a swipe on me. Does the swipes cost? Well, you get like a hundred swipes a day. So, unless you're like fucking like, yeah, whatever the swiping equivalent of making it rain is. This is what I'm saying. Like, what what sort of fucking venomous sarlacc cunt? (laughs) Look, I, he's I, going a hundred guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, like the like the pool wouldn't be that deep. This is what I'm in saying. local population. Yeah. And day trippers and slash campers like, slash whatever really, is. What are you wasting me on? There's like fucking twenty surfer bro ranger tims that live on the island and wear khaki. <laughs> yeah. Just. You know, just say Albie Mangles would just be fucking slaying yeah, all over there. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I I do think I need to plan another trip back over. Maybe with just some of the lads. Is that the one that did you did you do the whale watching one that, that leaves off the jetty there? Where else would it leave? There's like one fucking jetty on the island. No, no. The one. That, no, I'm talking about the one that leaves from Redcliffe at the jetty there. No, the the no, 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 no. Um, near the airport. Oh, okay. All right. So. Yeah, I've, I've fucking no idea about Morton Island. I've, I've I've been there, but not in time that I can remember Mort- that I've more like Horton Island. <laughs> yeah, fucking oh, because they're all fucking big as elephants. Yeah. They're here and who's so <laughs> fucking Matthew Fox on Lost now. I gotta go back. <laughs> <laughs> I was in purgatory all along. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, look, I've I've put it out there to multiple people. Like we've had some cracking story times. But I need to set your expectations. That's the problem. You went, you you just fucking flew too close to the sun that one time. I've, I've had a Nathan Cleary rookie season. <laughs> that uh, that, yeah, I mean that that, that furry one. I I still think the the best idea is just like fucking throw me that other app right now, and I'll go through. I'll find something. Yeah. <laughs> what I need to do is I I, want, I need thirty minutes with that app before we record, yeah, and I'll that's find. The thing, though. This, this is what I'm saying. I'm I'm more than happy, right? If if it's funded. If I get something out of it, well, you, you get you 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 
dick cut or cut or stabbed or fucked or no, something. That, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll do stepdad's adventures. Yeah, I'll let you video it if you really want to. <laughs> Blur out the necessary. I'm, I'm, look, I'm just happy to hear. I'm happy to hear the story. I don't need to see it. I think you probably would, it would lessen the lessen the enjoyment. <laughs> <laughs> When you're telling the story, my my mind can create only the images it wants to see, <laughs> and none of the camera angles that it doesn't want to see. <laughs> Me crying afterwards, rocking back and forth. <sighs> yeah, just sitting like just just sitting on the on the floor of your shower, just the water just just, just like, with your knees bunched up after <laughs> Ace Ventura style. Yeah. Uh, no, those, I'll I'll throw it out there for an off-season challenge, but um, yeah, all right, I'm I'm not giving it up like Miley Cyrus. Yeah, might might, might have to start another podcast. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> dedicate our powers. <laughs> <sighs> okay, news this week. I saw a couple of articles and I just sort of t- I texted them to myself because I've got the memory of the aforementioned fucking Aussie. Um. The, obviously, the biggest story the last couple of days is Nathan Brown leaving the Knights immediately. Last week, we report that he was uh, stepping down or was pushed at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And uh, after the god-awful performance on the weekend from the Knights, they uh, he apparently said to the players, look, if you want me gone, cunts, I'll fucking, I'll fucking go. Because clearly, the effort that was displayed on the weekend... Is uh, you know, it, it tells a fucking st- it tells a tale of, you know, the whole losing the dressing room and everything. Yeah. So if you want me to go, I'll fucking go. And then apparently, I think he said, "What do you say? He said, Think about it over the weekend, and then and then you know, let me know." And then like literally, no one said anything. None of the players had that, to say because they were me, fucking cowards. That to me was probably the most disappointing part. Yeah. Of the whole thing. Well, their cowardice extends. Beyond the fucking sidelines of the football field. Yes. I mean, they played like absolute fucking cowards most of the season. But, uh, you know, with the exception of origin-affected or injury-affected sides in the middle. But especially when Newcastle, you know, all all but resurrected the career of Mitchell Pearce. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, gave him the opportunity to reclaim an origin jumper. To... To not even have the courtesy to give a response, yeah, speaks volumes. Yeah, um, and you know, playing dickhead's advocate for a bit, maybe he just is really so adverse to all of the drama and just so simple that he doesn't want to be involved. Yeah, you would. Maybe. You, you could most certainly say that over. You know, as far as careers in the NRL go, he's probably been dragged through the mud. By news sources and things like yeah. that, far certainly above to an above average level. I mean, he's not Todd Carney, but he's had some fucking. He's had a yeah. lot of moments, yeah. and and that comes with having the the surname of a a previously successful player. Yeah. Um. Yeah the the whole thing here, and I will fucking harp on this every time a coach gets fucking axed. Yep. That. Never once, when any of this shit happens, does do I see any news source stepping up and going, "Gee, yet again we've got a situation here 
where players have the power to remove a coach. Yeah. I mean, this one, it's, it seems now that this one has, it's kind of turned, like, from the moment he stepped down, people were kind of, like, very gracious towards him mm. and turned on the players a bit already, which obviously means that, you know, the stuff is already sort of out there bubbling. Yep. And then now, since this has happened, it's all, like, fucking, especially Ponga's wearing, yeah. you know, a brunt of it. And obviously, Ponga, you know, whether he would admit it or not, I'd say not because coward, but <laughs> the- Absolute, absolutely fucking craven, you know, fucking hype merchant. I mean, he's just lying on the tracks, holding his fucking legs after his derailment. And um, he's been muzzled by the club because of the flippant, you know, strawberry milkshake thing. And, uh, you know, comment. And so they're like, so they've muzzled him, in, you know, in terms of media. So obviously he's one of the ones. Oh, he doesn't give a fuck, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and, and here's, here's the thing, though. Caelan Ponger is or, or is not a lot of things. One of the things he is, is young. I thought you were going to say secret ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. And he's young. Yeah. But just, just look at his entry into professional sports. Yeah. You know, and and contrast that with any one of the other, you know, rookies that have come through and, and actually impressed and, and gone on to good things. But he's had... Hype about him getting big contracts from other codes. He's had. Oh well, think about let's, about him. Let's go back even further. Hype, hype based on like a couple like lower grades and then a couple of games at the Cowboys at the tail end of a season. Yep. Then signs a year in advance to go down to the Knights. Yep. And then you know he between himself and his oh, then he starts you know getting photos in Knights jerseys when he's still got a year. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All this sort of thing and, and engineered by like you know his father and himself or whoever yep. it was you know to to cause so much shit that he gets released a year early and and now and now we're hearing rugby talk and, and you know, yeah yeah so, so I, I think it's telling i think it says a lot um we were we were we were given i won't name any player the player's names but uh you know we have someone close to at least a newcastle player mm-hmm. giving us <coughs> some word so the word uh who had lunch with uh, said player on Sunday, and uh, had a couple of hours talking about the the Knights and uh, and Brownie, and uh, basically the story has been that the game plan is solely based around Ponga and Pierce. Doesn't give anyone else the confidence to take over when things go to shit. No one else really felt worthy of being on the team because it was all about those two. Brownie was too soft on players who fucked up, never blew up or made them accountable, so the mistakes just keep happening. All in all, the players uh, aren't fans of Brownie anymore, um, particularly the the State of Origin players, who were called in for a meeting and pretty much uh, had the whole blame put on them, saying they didn't bring enough back to the club. And so uh, when... Beep, <coughs> ..said that he should have got the rest of the team to lift and cover them, they'll, they'll burn out from playing a lot of footy... Shot down. So mm, now I'm. I'm just going to call out a couple of things that instantly strike me there. So no one feels confident to take over when things go bad, and no no one else feels like they're a worthwhile part of the team. Yep. However, he was soft on them. No, not soft on them. Soft on players who fucked up. 
Yeah, that could you, be. That's not. That's not necessarily. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Because there's a there, there's a lot of. I mean, like when yeah. you you think of some of the the handling merchants there, like two dads and things like oh, that. Oh, fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that's a general that that one that one wasn't uh, specifically about those two. It was just that the game plan mm. was solely based around those. Yeah, their, okay. their game, mm. and um, and look, I mean, it, it kind of it kind of shows too. So I don't disagree with that. Oh but, yeah, um, and obviously, you know, you can't really. I feel the, the the source was extremely good on, on, on that. Yep, no. no. So, oh, so, yeah, yeah, no, I hear. Um, other news stories this week. But, uh, yeah, yeah, look, Brandon, it's just funny that how he's, like, despite the, the you know, several spoons in a row and then he finally gets him in, you know, builds a roster, gets him into a position where, you know, for a time they were contesting for the top four uh, and, and everything was looking great. It's amazing how that narrative has changed in, like, 10 days. But here's the thing, though. Look at the top five at the moment. Mm-hmm. There's top five, then there's daylight. Yep. I'm not sure how anyone expected that night side to go from legitimate wooden spooning easy beats within two seasons. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone expected it, but I mean the fact that they were content- they were they were vying for a top four position. Uh, you know, a month and a half ago, or yeah, you know, two months ago, say. But th- this is the thing that I feel that a lot of people forget. Just like rugby league is an eighty-minute game, mm-hmm. where fatigue and attrition take its part physically over that time. Yep. The ones every year that rise to the top are the ones that are good at managing that mental and physical strain, also for twenty-plus rounds. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, you say like, you know, it's like a you know, wooden spoon, easy beats, and, you know, you can't expect them to improve that much. Well, I mean, you, the fucking second last placed easy beats the in the top four and fucking doing it well. I mean, so it's not it's not like it, it doesn't fucking happen. So. No, I didn't like say it didn't happen. It's not like it's not possible. But that Newcastle team has nowhere near the cattle. Yeah, it all depends on what time of the season you ask the fans, really. They had the cattle in the middle of the season. Certainly Boy, did. they have the cattle. Mm-hmm. Wasn't I the fucking cunt for saying that they fucking had an easy <laughs> easy run against teams you know, that were in unfortunate positions at the time? Oh. What a cunt I was for not giving the credit out. So what? what's the move now? They bring in the um, the Roosters assistant? It seems like the Roosters guy. And I, I haven't seen an article about this. I just saw a chat on... on Twitter about it, and I didn't delve into it too much because it was just right before we were going to record. But I thought I saw something saying this O'Brien character from the Roosters was in danger of getting sacked from the Roosters. And what the fuck is that shit about? I mean, how many times do you see an assistant coach who's done their time as an assistant, a first grade opportunity comes up and the club's like, fuck yeah, good on you. You know, this is what, this is obviously what, you know, great for your career, but you know, go in, you know, fucking go and coach in good health and the best of luck to you, sir. The rooster's like, fuck you, bitch. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Fucking boil your rabbits. So you know, I don't, I don't know the, the the truth of that or whatever, but um, I oh, so saw this article today about Gallon. Oh yeah, talking about Newcastle, tangentially related, saying that he how close he came to leaving the Shire after last year, last year being offered an amount of money twice as much as what he's earned this year at the Sharks to go to Newcastle. Yeah, 
That is a fucking, like, I mean, you want to talk about roster building, the fact that that was on the table at all yeah. completely yeah. disintegrates any Although, illusions you have. Again, take that with a grain of salt. All the mail that we've had this year yeah. says that he's on a pittance at the Sharks. He's on a very tiny contract this year. So maybe double the tiny contract isn't as absurd. Yeah, but I mean, but, but what do you reckon the tiny is? I mean, I'd still he's still be getting like three hundred, say, mm. you know, which is you know, it's tiny for a, a you know, veteran, you mm. know, forward of a certain stature. Yeah, well, un- only only because we're so used to back ended contracts. Yeah. But- Funny thing is, and and talk about sliding doors moments. I remember in two thousand and seven when it was like, yeah, like Gallon's gonna come to Manly. Yeah, and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm all for that because at the time, I mean, that was like, you know, probably before Prime Gallon, mm. you know, and uh, and it's just so, just think of the fucking sliding doors moment. Mm. If he had have done it, he would have won two comps, and he wouldn't have the fucking L Merchant record. Yeah, <laughs> he wouldn't That's have it. fucking come close to the L Merchant record because mm. he would have had at least yeah, he would have had a good six. Solid winning seasons, at least yeah. in there, yeah. you know, with like you know finishing in the top four or top, certainly yep. top eight. Yeah, wow. So, um, you know, Gal, you fucking played yourself, you silly bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, loyalty, herp derp, good on you. Um, <laughs> uh, fucking what else? I, I think I have one more thing, but I just, I've, it's just it's just uh, jumped out of my brain momentarily. Uh, Oh, fucking, you see articles about the eels still talking themselves up for fuck's sake, mate. Just yes. do it, do it on the, do it on the field. How about that? Um, I think that's it. I can't. I, I, I can't. Oh, there was it. the Penrith story about players oh, punching yes. cars. And- oh, so what was the fucking story there? there? There was really nothing specific named. I've I've spoken to a couple of people. So some some player punched another player's car, at, you know, out of, in anger, you know, because you know they're having a, a thing, a tiff. Yeah. The, the one that got me is that there was a young player mm-hmm. who didn't go to an interstate game. <laughs> yeah. Because his partner. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't let him travel. Cock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is the issue that I have, you know. Why did he not stand up and say, "No, this is my job." It's actually it's not like it, I'm going on an end of season footy trip with the boys. Yeah. Now, given there was probably some rat bag booting yeah. on on that trip. Yeah. But. And I can understand, you know, potential trust issues, especially if it was early in the season. But that. <laughs> But that's still beside the point. It's your fucking job. Again, and this, this to me, screams of fucking culture issues within the club mm. where that even comes up. No wonder that fucking cunt looks tired, though. That's a, I mean, this, if if that's like one of the things, and I mean, it, I'm not saying that's the tip of the iceberg, but even that is something that's just so, goes so far beyond like unprofessional conduct and just, yeah. and just aggravation that you wouldn't have to expect to deal with, yep. with gro- grown professional fucking play. I mean, you could expect to do that if you were like, you know, some degrade fucking kick and giggle down the thing, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah old mate can't come, you know, for but sure. Even, even then, there would generally be legit reasons like his kids are sick 
or he actually has a nine to five job that he has to go to. And but also, up. where's the where's the uh, where's the fucking playing leadership group as well that can't take this dude aside? And, yeah, I mean, if he's a young guy, I get it. He's probably not fully, you know, there mentally in terms of you know, you know, he's not hardened and all that sort. Of, and and you know, this might be his first serious, you know, chick might again you know, just give him a kid or something. So he's like, he feels like there's some kind yep. of. You know, debt or something. You know, you feel you know some sort of pressure on that side. Yeah. But I mean, surely the leadership group could pull his kid aside and say, "Look, you know, for example, if someone like I don't know James Maloney or fucking you know Tamau, been playing mm. playing the game for yep. fucking years. Yep. You know what? This is this is what happens. Yada this yada. you know, my wife, blah blah blah. Exactly. She did, you know, why don't you it, get her to come and stay yeah. at my place for the weekend? And her, my wife yeah, and her can fucking yep. scissor while we're booting rat bags. <laughs> it's fucking. <laughs> I mean, not hard. They can watch fucking 50, 50 shades of fifty shades of whatever and fucking flick the bean and <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking oh, okay, so one last one last little tip we've got another one from <laughs> Fuck if it's Tamau's wife it'd be more like thumb in the doorstop. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those old ones on the spring? <laughs> Boing! <laughs> I haven't seen his wife. I don't know what she looks like. I'm just assuming. <laughs> it'd be like having a bat because it'd be like a fucking baseball bat, you know? <laughs> um, and this little tidbit out of the Dragons mm. um, saying that last week at training, Tarek Sims belted Jack DeBellin, allegedly. Uh, apparently, the word from inside is that the players have been off DeBellin for months because he's got a big head, uh, shows zero remorse, and the players are just sick of how he's prancing around and how he's behaving. The club is in turmoil, and over recent months, numerous wives and partners have uh, told that there was, this ties into the Penrithon, I guess. Over recent months, numerous wives and partners have told their player partner um, that they are dead if they're seen with DeBellin has lost most of the player group support that he had. So yeah, okay. Now here's the thing though. I can see that. I I yeah. am not for. No, you cannot travel with the team for your job, for which earns reason. the money that presumably you know potentially is the That's funding it. of this household. Yeah, yeah. Versus, I am, however, for. That guy is on trial for gang rape. To the extent that they've kept adding charges to it yeah. over the last 12 months. You know? And and I'm not sure I can be okay with you choosing to spend time with that person. I mean buddy buddy with that kind yeah. of you know kind of individual. That's yep. it. They're they're completely different. Yep. Fucking good on Tarek Sims. Yeah. Um who has gone to the top of the Sims power rankings. To be fair, he was at the top already because, I mean... I was a Ruan fan. She did yeah. a lot for the female game. Yeah, I guess. Just through Dally M Chaos, just fucking points willy-nilly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, fuck, that's probably... Dally M fixing is good, what... Is what <laughs> a good quick segue. Yeah. Speaking of power rankings. <laughs> yes. Bit of a birthday shout-outs required. Yes. To the power ranking master. Uh, and uh, and and someone who would be you know potentially in the top four cleaves, <laughs> <laughs> Clevo's uh, you know I'll be thinking like Cleveland and- in Family Guy that would he'd probably be better than him um, yeah Cleveland the the city he's probably better than him yeah um, 
What's the Indian's name? Does he have which a name? Indian <laughs> from the Cleveland Indians, dickhead? Oh no, I don't know. Oh, he's like Jesse's like Jesse's like. I oh, know what's the, the Chief Wahoo one? Is that is that Cleveland Indians or could be Atlanta Braves? I mean, no, that no, might be Washington that, the Redskins. Fuck, there's a lot of racist teams over there. It is, isn't it? Jesus. I mean, at least the Indians like straight up. It's not like like <laughs> Redskins. It's like, it's a, it is amazing how in this day and age. I mean, I know it's a, I know it is a thing. It's not like this thing is just is it's like sailing through without objection. I mean, yeah. it's a, it's at a point where there is a lot of you know angst over it, but yeah. it's still even you know, in this in this day and age. Um, happy birthday! You yes, fucking dog cunt. Hopefully, hopefully uh, he's uh, prepared for the occasion. Uh, had a couple of bergs in the in the fridge for the last couple of weeks, uh, maturing for the big day. Yes, and hopefully he's just some of last week's birthday cake, last year's birthday cake still left over. Yes. While we're doing the birthday shouts as well, also this week another birthday was uh, the magician Shane, oh, yes. uh, who who made uh, you know legend um, apart from the South Sydney thing, but uh, yeah, he made his way over from the UK. One of uh, what two people that have made their way over from the UK. Is for it officially a the longest meetup trip? I think it'd have to be, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean we've had we've had another we've had he was the second of the UK guys to come over, but then I, I mean you, you couldn't really get much further than that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and geographically speaking, I don't I don't know where he lives compared yeah. to to Sammy, but uh, you know they can quibble over the last the last couple of kilometres to see who's <laughs> who's who's been the first. But happy birthday, sir! You've been uh, been around the show for a very long time, and um, we appreciate yeah. you and Clevo as well. Yeah, it's you know fucking Penrith clubbing crisis. Yeah, and Penrith. And the funny thing is, like, you had all that rat bag shit to start the season with, and then it's all gone, you know, people have been fired and, you know, stood down and, you know, stuff before the courts, and that's kind of just been, all been shelved away there. Mm. And the results haven't been there, but it hasn't looked – it's just looked like a poor season. It hasn't looked like a, a, you know, a tumultuous one. It's looked like – and this is the way that – and I think it describes it perfectly – they look like, and, and I think, fuck, was it? I think it was Shunter that said this. They look like they're a team of strangers. I thought you said they look like a slut's been booted. No. And, you know, the, yet again, the, the stats show it every year that the teams that use repeatedly the least amount of players over the course of a season oh, the mo- yeah, the- and end up with better results. Yep. And again, Penrith have used the most players of any club this year. Yeah, the funny, the funny part is, though... The players that they've used, the the rookies, or you know, several games in, yeah. they're the ones that have been the shining lights, yeah. and the and the the players that have shown quality. That's it. But then, but then they do that thing, like you know, Naden mm. came out and was a fucking world beater. Well, he's fucking garbage, last year. And now all of a sudden, okay, well, he's been showing up in defence. He went bush like he yeah. went bush like Malcolm. Yeah, I mean, that's it. So yeah, you know, I mean, it was, it's let's face it, it's fucking in his game, isn't that's, it? Um. <laughs> <laughs> At least he left the fucking the general, you know, the population of fucking Dubbo alone before he went missing this time. <laughs> Recaps. Okay, Bank West, Wank Best, Thursday night. The Eels versus the Bulldogs, and the Bulldogs continued their unlikely run towards just missing out in the finals. 
um, defeating the Eels 12 points to 6 in front of a crowd of just over 18,000. Uh, Doggies tries to Hopper Jr. and Nick Meany. Meany, two of two conversions. The Eels try to Wanger Blake and uh, Mitchell Moses with the only conversion on that side. Fucking this... this <laughs> was it exactly the same this is a re- fucking repeat of the dogs games of mm. this season the entire season win or lose eels score like they scored on them so quickly and so yep. fucking easily yep it was mind blowing and it looked like they were going to run up a score mm. and okay here we go the mm. dogs are over the amount of tries that the eels were doing it so easily that they were doing all you know these little fucking flick passes and all this shit and it was coming off until the last pass you know and they just pushed things because it was coming so fucking easily for them yeah and here's the thing this dog side they're they're a little bit crisper you're right they've they've been you know loose all year but there were two things I think that kept them in this game especially in the first half their, their scramble uh, is yeah. now second to none. And that's a double-edged sword. I, I reckon their scramble was secondary to just fucking dumb luck and, like, arrogance from Parramatta. Like, them pushing... <laughs> because they, they were doing it so easy that they were trying to do the Harlem yeah. Globetrotter shit that there was yeah. lo- lower percentage because the 95% of the way up the field was so easy and they were busting yeah. them so quickly that, you know, they, they just they lost respect but, for their opponent. And- and look, I'll, I'll give the dogs a bit more credit than that, but I'll think- give credit dogs credit from like thirty minutes in. That's when they actually were yeah. in the game. And, and this, but this is that double edged sword, exactly like you're saying. Their, their scramble's great, but they're letting themselves get into too many occasions where they need to scramble. They should no. have been shutting a lot of shit down a lot yep. sooner. Yeah, but once they started playing, and this is the thing, they've been they've been you know really slow starters. I mean, like to mentally and physically just find their way into the contest and once they did i mean like you know fucking napper started actually like making some you know meters and everything and he was actually looking good and like dwz's fucking like you know for them they're they're by the yeah he hasn't had one of his poor games yet for them yeah and and you know what maybe 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 it's just as simple as you know unhappy with the, the the regime or whatever was happening at penrith and he's happy over there i mean that's it fucking i Fuck that hit he took, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh fucking hell! And like that should have been that was that that, that was uh, that wasn't the try though, was it? That was like no. the that was that's what, probably the second opportunity they had to put an easy try on them, because that's they took that all the way down, you know, and they were on the attack. And then that's there was an, and then there was another another attacking raid on the on the other side of the field shortly and after that that didn't come off either. Yeah. The other thing that kept the dogs in this one was that when they were fucking up. If you got to fuck up, yep. you want to fuck up late in a set down your opposition yep. end. Yep. So, so really, the fallout for a lot of their mistakes wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was still just you know uh, a defensive set, but starting from reasonable yeah. position. Yeah. And fuck does not know how to set a loving example for children, but fuck <laughs> me, Kieran Foran is good at rugby league, <laughs> and it, admittedly. Fucking, you know, is he even old enough to be having, like, is this a veteran's resurgence? I see well, I mean, it is because I think he put so many- near Benji age. No, 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 because he only, he only start, really started playing for Manly, like, 2010? Uh, I know. Maybe? This is what I'm saying. He yeah, feels so, to yeah. me the same age, field age, as 
Benji. Yeah, but he's, the difference yeah. is that he's put a lot of fucking kilometers on that yeah, body. Yeah, fucking earth he has. You know, the way he plays. Um, but, God, he, he's coming into a resurgence yep. um, at the moment. And and I think it's been the difference in a lot of these games, both in attack and defense. Yep. Uh, and and just seems to have that presence on the field that that people flock to. So may, maybe if he gets going a little bit earlier in games, it'll stop their slow starts. But... But I mean, how good is it when you know when when you've got a when you've got a half that is you know prepared to take the ball right to the fucking line and get smashed to deliver like a fucking ball you know a a pass into a hole for like you know for Harry and I or something like that. I mean, that's and and before and before like last year before he was at the club, they had you know there was he was doing it with you know Fatal and Marin exact same thing you know that's it and um and like it's simple, but if he's prepared to get to you know get dig into the line and get fucking destroyed yep. after he releases it mm-hmm. then fuck he might even extend his career if they if they start to decide that he's yeah. a that, <laughs> that he's a playmaker again and and he gets destroyed uh, you know, he might get some uh, man advantages and, and how's this you know it's, it's not because young young lamb was ah uh, sorry young Cogger, yeah. Cogger and he's been going fucking great too yeah so I mean, they've actually found, and it's it's. I remember last year. I mean, the dogs. You know, they had their late season surge last year as well, and it was mm. all about fucking Lewis and yeah, yeah. yeah and, yeah. and and then and then this year, I mean, like Lewis has had had some decent games, but the it's a completely new combination of halves again. And and it's not, and this year they probably had three. Lewis is almost playing like a young foreign. Not probably not so much in attack. In defence, he's that- yeah. Like that tenacious, I'll, yep. I'll get in and I will put shoulders into you and I'm, I'm not yep. going to hurt you, but I'll yep. be fucking in your face yep. all night. Um, you know, the work they did on Sivo, I think, was absolutely great for him to have that many opportunities as close to the line as he did yep. and come up short as many times as he did. Yep. Um, they've, they've done their homework well. And, uh, look, and uh, given that their fortunes affect my club fucking zero I'm, I'm happy from all all of all the fucking way i mean you obviously can't be as as happy for them because you know you you're in the mix there where they can you know fuck yeah, around but, I, but they I, could they can you know help you I out or, to, yeah, that's yeah, yeah so i need them to be beating broncos and but yeah all all for it like that uh okay uh, Bethany underscore B underscore 97. Wank Best Stadium is quickly turning back into the pillow fortress we know and love. The Eels don't care, though. They still got paid. P-A-Y apostrophe E-D oh, in this paid. in this visual medium. Biggest Tiger. Dally, dang it. These Bulldogs are almost good enough to support. They're like a, they're like a Disney feel-good movie team. Were trash and now coming good before the bad man sells the team. I'm assuming Pay falls in love with the player's mum and there's an awkward kiss. He's got hashtag NRL Disney. But yeah, probably the same age as Foran's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Vaudrey. There's kids who hung out with George Pell who had more fun than I did watching that game. <laughs> uh, Timmy McIntyre. A loss we needed to run into the semis undefeated. Like you've been you've been undefeated for a while now on that. Yeah. Michael on Facebook said we're so ill disciplined tonight. Ten years of we're used to this. Uh, Ian said, "If there's anything we can take away from this Bulldogs run home, is it'll it's de- it'll definitely carry on over into next year. We'll win heaps of games, scoring eight eight points per contest." <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys twenty four defeated the Panthers ten up at thirteen hundred teeth. Crowd just over ten and a half thousand in attendance. The Cowboys uh, had tries a double to Kyle Felt, um, Talangi and Talmalolo also with tries. Kahu four of four conversions, and the Panthers ten tries to To 
and Yo-O. And uh, Cleary, one of two conversions. What a fucking absolute rank disappointment of a showing. Just very meek. Do these cunts want to have something to to distract them? It it feels to me like there there should be something there. That, to me, was a... Issues at the club have been building for a while or or the coach is about to be sacked or there's something coming out or there's fucking whatever. Yeah. They looked disinterested. Yep. They looked lazy. And even when it became apparent that North Queensland were on top and weren't going to relinquish that position, they, they didn't even get desperate. I could at least be okay if they started freaking out, realizing that this could be yeah. their season, yeah, and doing dumb stuff, yep, you know, it, you know, and and Maloney's a great competitor. We all know that, but he pretty much looks to have checked out. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about it, players not bringing it back to the club after Origin? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's fucking Exhibit A. Yeah, it. You know, can can we please have Brad Fittler every week come out and say that he's not of Origin quality anymore? Yeah. Because that seems to be about the only thing that got him up yep. this year. You know, it it to me the the vibe I get from looking at as a whole, you know, and, and again there are certain forwards putting in. I think Tamas had a very good year. Surprisingly so. I think Fisher Harris has had a good year for the most part. Um Liam's absolutely come along in leaps and bounds. But but to me, it reeks of a group of players who are used to things just happening instead of earning. Yep. You know, who, and, and this might be a hangover from the, the comeback Panthers of last year. Yep. Where it was just, well, you know, if we just keep playing, then yep. these things- It doesn't matter what sort of hole we're in. These things will happen and we'll just do it. It- the amount of times that there is one Panthers jumper on the screen, no, in no matter what situations it is, be it be it in scramble defence, yep, be it when a break's made, be it when a forward gets an arm free, you know, and and turns and he's just begging for there to be somebody pushing up in support, you know, be it when there's a kick put through, yep, the amount of times there is one Penrith jersey. The four or five opposition jerseys, and it's not just this game. It was prior to that too. You know, those little things to me are the areas that are just absolutely screaming to be improved upon, and they're not fucking hard. Um, the that I think if you you know if you want to start blaming coaches for things, one one of your jobs is to find motivation. And if yep. you don't know how to get your boys up, I mean, when you're fighting for a top eight spot, well, I mean, it's just that fact alone, though, as well, mm-hmm. is like, is like literally win to keep to keep things comfortable, and you know, our chances, mm. you know, to keep us, you know, fairly on yeah. track. I mean, losing wasn't the end of the world, but I mean, but this other result, thing, other results, though. That, I mean, pretty much that word, yeah, that word, comfortable, yeah, it's how they look, yeah. No, it- this was like for me. This was like one of the like they from the opening whistle. They just looked out of it. Yeah, yeah. 
disinterested. Yep. You know, it was just, yeah. It was like kind of like that, that, that sort of, you know, had a really tough game the week before and, you know, short turnaround, you know, shit that didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like that sort of, no. that sort of look to it. Well, what was know? it about the Cronulla game? Yeah. What was it about that Cronulla game that got them, you know, and, and again, yeah, James Maloney didn't play that game and, and, you know, the, the, the teeny Panthers got, got super excited. Yeah. That can't be it. No. Having three teenage debutantes wasn't enough to fire up an entire fucking forward pack. No? Um, yeah. It, that game, to be fair, though, they're probably wrong on Twitter and they, you know, they didn't want to lose the trade. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> so. But, but just so many things that should be basic. Yeah. And, and it, 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 to me, begs the question of, well, hang on, Ivan. At, at what stage do you want to be the fucking cool dad? And at what stage do some harsh words need to be said and and to do some fucking unpleasant weeks and weeks and weeks of boring, monotonous, bullshit, repetitive training? I think we're past the we're past the harsh words thing too. I mean, he's got a. I mean, when is when is this this fucking sad sack going to reach for the fucking jug cord? Yeah, because that's I mean, that's where that's where we're at now, really. And. And Ivan's as harsh as it gets. You know, Gus did a lot of things at that club. Some were good, some were bad, some were indifferent. But he he was the he was the the principal, I guess. You mm-hmm. know, the, there was always the oh well, no, we don't want to disappoint Gus, or we wouldn't want Gus to come down and the other. But yeah, Ivan's now the last line of defence. And they've and they you know they they spent up big and long to get him and have him there. So this is it for, and uh, you know, renowned disciplinarian Trent Barrett coming as an assistant. <laughs> this will look sexy in Bali. Yeah, shut her. Who could be watching this lowly Penrith side slide out of finals contention, crack a, a slight smirk and say, ah, oh, this is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> is he the fucking most, the, the dullest commentator What's he like? Fucking dull. Every time people say hooks on, I'm like, let's see what he's got to say, especially this one, because I'm like, wow, imagine a sign. Oh, did he commentate this game? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Imagine, imagine assigning him as like a colour commentator to this game. I mean, and it, it was, I don't remember him being completely salty because like I didn't have it, the volume on for, for long, but he is like, he is so, he's exactly like the way you'd think. I saw him on one of the, commentary shows yep and he struck me as trying to be so overly complimentary of that side yeah so as to avoid any possible accusations of yes saltiness. no so he's it's- so yeah no i don't think there was i don't think there was any salt it's just he's an incredibly fucking dull human being to yeah. listen to on the footy. Yeah. Uh, Graham on Facebook said, lost the trade, fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Ashley said, uh, good to see Penrith got the memo about doing their bit to get the Tigers into ninth this weekend. That's true. Uh, Can't fight nature. Sam on Facebook, I believe this is directed at you. Uh, I hope you angrily jizz on the mitts in protest. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I would assume that, you know, un- <laughs> unless you've taken us. <laughs> uh, Dominic said, oh, fuck, that was hard to watch from the Panthers. Uh, 
<laughs> Graham again. Maloney is a season seven to eight Game of Thrones level player. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Troy said, quite possibly the worst kicking display I've seen in a long time from both sides, but who cares? We finally won a game. That's it. You take and, them where you get them. And finally, Nat with the fucking great. Saddam and Uday Hussein are a better father-son combo than Ivan and Nathan Cleary. <laughs> <laughs> the Rabbits, 22 to feed the Broncos, 20 at Suncorp in front of a crowd of just over 33,000. The Rabbits' tries came to Gay Guy, Walker and Cook. Reynolds, three conversions and two penalty goals. The Broncos, 20 uh, tries, a double to David Fafita. Uh, Stags with the other. Osako, three of three conversions and a penalty goal. Nice to see that James Roberts really hasn't let his personality change too much. It's funny we had, but we had a lead up to this. We had the lead up to this game, you know, with the coaches and uh, yeah, Seabold was just fucking spraying everybody. Like he started this shit, and he just and, and you know Wayne sort of kept his powder dry as as he generally does yep. because he's been around long enough to know. And uh, the game itself, it's like the the Broncos were kind of in it, then they were just blown away by the Rabbits in that yeah. in a really short period, like five minute yeah. period, and just some fucking brilliance from. Uh, you know, Cook, you know, getting them to a, a good match-winning lead, and they sort of flurried late at the end. And fuck, they had a realistic chance of coming in. At the, I mean, at the mm. end there, mm. that, that was some relentless pressure and you know, ridiculous try-saving defence. You know, five meters out from the the rabbits yep. on multiple occasions. But this and this game had like it it had bad blood from the fucking. I mean, that Roberts thing that was early shit. Yeah, that was like. That- that was like that felt like it was like the first sort of five ten minutes of the game. Like it was and, early. And it was it was made to look worse because Corey Oates had knocked himself out yeah. on the ground beforehand. But um, fuck, I don't know. I find Corey Oates one of the hardest Broncos to hate on because he just because he does his fucking job. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it was a shame. And also, him. you know, presumably he's you know like everyone he's made, he's made everyone a lot of money. Yeah. That's- <laughs> <laughs> just like just like the the you know, betting against Blake Ashford made everyone a lot of money. <laughs> but I tell you what, you're right. That that try late in the game, sitting back and watching that, that's what should scare opposition teams heading into the finals. The the whole game and, and some lapses in concentration wasn't great at all for the Rabbits. Yep. And the way they let the Broncos back in wasn't great at all for the Rabbits. But just looking at that one try where you have Cam Murray with one of his fucking superhuman, fratardily quick play the balls, Mm -hmm. cooks straight out of dummy half, Reynolds backing up with a fucking pinpoint short kick, and Walker swooping in on the end just being fucking faster and stronger than every other cunt. Yep. Like that, that was just South flopping out one big fat dick after the other one. <laughs> well that was that was best case scenario exactly. south right there. You exactly. Know? And my like they probably they haven't done that. that. That's it's probably half the season since they've done it something. It was like pre origin before yeah. there was anything like that. Yep. Um yeah, no, good win by South. Yeah, I mean it was a good win by South. Um, that that try and like the you know that little burst where they put the points on them was great. Uh, still, the the Broncos aren't a twenty two twenty side. I mean they shouldn't. Have, it shouldn't have come down to that. Yeah. But um, my my favorite thing about this whole game though, yeah, is that after it. Seabold's now calling for, uh, oh, you know, let's all just be nice to each yeah, other. Maybe, maybe we should stop slinging shit. Motherfucker, you started this family. <laughs> oh. 
He started. I mean, and that that is when you start it, you don't get to you don't get to tap. You know, you don't get to say when it's. Like, and at <laughs> least at least fucking old JD was out there running straight. Yep. Like people figured him out. Yep. Boring attack. Yep. People got him. Yep. Yeah. They scored no points in the fucking finals last year. Shit cunt coach. Seabol <laughs> comes in and he does that fucking smarmy, oh, you know, look, I'm not going to say anything, but... You but know, now if, I'm going to say a lot if, of things. If I was going to say something, I'd probably say something about this, but, you know, I'm not going to say anything, so we'll just focus on the footy. And uh, Now, I'm not saying this, but I've heard other people say, <laughs> you know, so this is what's being said. Uh, I won't but say, I'm not saying uh, it. I won't say that, though. I would never say that. <laughs> fucking man up, cunt. Yeah, yeah, he's Run straight. Talk about exposed in, in uh, 2019. Holy yeah. fuck! <laughs> and uh, Wayne continues to to fucking own him. Uh what do we got? Cat, have, uh, you, have you got that thing? Who put the thing in there about the Wayne Bennett thing, talk? That sort of oh, thing. Fuck yeah, I I do have that somewhere. Because because it is it is fucking tremendous. That I think, was fucking great. I, think I took a, I took a screenshot of it and, uh, and so I had it in front of me on my phone. Where is it? Uh, where are you, fucker? Okay, so it was Terry on uh, on Facebook, and I guess now is as good a time as any. Yet uh, I just sat through a talk from Wayne Bennett. It was mainly about leadership, but a few interesting nuggets from it. He thinks Cook has the potential to be the greatest ever hooker. He called the Dragons a choking club repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> you must have a front, front, back, and sides haircut to play in his team. I, well, where does that position that, James Roberts? I mean, he doesn't. He's got a. He's, he doesn't have a particularly tidy haircut. Um, I guess that means no man buns or yeah, that's it. Yeah, mullets. Uh, he slagged out Nathan Brown. I would love to hear an expansion on that or even audio. Uh, he doesn't care what you do on a night out in the town as long as you turn up to training, train well and play well. And uh, he bans prayer circles. Fuck. And so I never thought I would be in the position to, to love Wayne Bennett. But fucking here we are. 2019, year of surprises. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'll tell you what. After the war. Yeah. There's a lot of shit we take for granted today that was, uh, you know, good old, I turned a blind eye to what Heinrich had done because he was good at the science. (laughs) It's possible to love people. Yeah. Yeah. uh, That's exactly right. I mean, like, yeah, we're getting Wayne Wayne Bennett to come in and and teach us how to make fucking rockets. Yeah. 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 yeah, West number one. Love West. Uh, Kat said, uh, Brisbane Lions, 35,000 crowd last week after an average of 18,000 last year. They'll break 50,000 with the rest of the piece of shit Bronco fans deserting next week. Um, and I did see yeah. our dear friend Chewy yeah. piping up like a fucking um, actually millennial cunt. Yeah, or from the from the from, hard for him to go to the fucking Lions game next week from his from his Broncos stronghold haven of regional fucking Victoria. Yeah, <laughs> oh, fucking the, the can't go because there's a buy. So um, actually, what you said isn't true. You need to fucking check check your privilege. <laughs> uh, a point of personal privilege. Point of- uh, Dave has a buy next week. <laughs> fucking, you've gone to Melbourne, cunt. Peak Melbourne. Uh, uh, Toto, haven't been more furious watching a game this year. 
And uh, Alexander said, uh, nobody has mentioned Seabold's 1,000 IQ play of having Shitasaki on the bench, <laughs> knowing that a South player would injure one of our backs. I guess, <laughs> if you're looking for silver linings. Oh, fuck, that is lighting candles like a champ. Yep. The Sharks 42 defeat the Warriors 16 at Reclaim Australia Stadium, crowd of just over 11,000. The Sharks 42 came from tries to Jerry, a double to J Moz. Dugan, Nakora, and Hamlin Ueli, and uh, Mulatalo also a try. Johnson, 7 of 7 conversions. The Warriors 16 tries to Herbert, Papali'i, and Fusatua. Herbert, 1 of 2 conversions, and Isaac Luke got one as well. How good was that fucking Ueli try? Yeah. I love a big man in open space, no one in front of him, and there's this look on his face. It's equal parts disbelief and horror. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Um, first half here, Sharks absolutely dominated possession, but more, more importantly, really sort of dictated terms as to where the game was played. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they've still got some unshark-like dropsies in them, and, and that's been a curse they've had all year. Their handling's been been far from good all year. I mean, they only completed at 68% for this game. Yep. But when they did have the ball and when they did complete, they did it well. They had eight line breaks across the game. And playing against the Warriors, they've gone this next fucking step. Like We've always known that once the ball gets past a Warriors player, he is officially fucking clocked off until the next play starts. Mm-hmm. So all you need to do is come back on an angle, switch direction of play against the Warriors is should score a fucking million points. But they're at the stage now when when there's a line break or when somebody falls off or doesn't doesn't have first contact that sticks, no one else scrambles. They've gone from that being lazy once it's past them to just not wanting to get involved in a part of the field that, that isn't theirs. Yeah. And and that's a really sad thing in terms of their defensive attitude. And the Sharks took full advantage of that. And that's, I mean, and they, at the right end of the season, it's exactly kind of the result they needed. Yep. And I think they're in a, fair, you know, in a box seat to, to claim one of those last two positions now. 100%. But uh, we shall see. I don't have anything to say about this game, really. Just dominant. Uh, Clevo, uh, hashtag, we won the pickup of the unwanted 5 8. Mm. Michael uh, on face, he said, at least I know there's always lots of points scored in a Warriors game. Lee, that uh, apart from the Titans, who was shitter than the Warriors? Absolute garbage. Yeah, not good. Mezzi said, uh, where's our credit, you cunts? I, I think we just gave it to you, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, just fucking gave you credit. Yeah, so, don't, don't, don't lower yourself to the to this, to this needy... I mean, you won a premiership in the last five years. I mean, fuck, you know. Surely, you, I mean, given that it was, you know, took 50 years to get it, I mean, surely you can coast yeah. on that one for at least another what 20 you, what years. What do you want credit? Your most loyal player is such a fucking frittata that he couldn't get himself out of the place that was going to give him the record for the most losses. I right, have credit for that. <laughs> uh, Troy, uh, I don't know. I don't know what this is. This is uh, in reference to this one. We say a flash freeze and insert the Toblerone sideways. I mean, given he's a a, a, a Sharky's Matt Moylan lover, I don't think he'd need one. I. I th- I think he was directing that at Warriors fans. Oh, okay. 
Mm. I mean, that's, that's just poor shark fanning. I mean, you know, the yeah, sharks fans, they, exactly. they, they talk about the bags of dicks and, and the dispatching the bags of dicks and the insertion hey, of bags of dicks. Maybe we're involved. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, fun, it's funny how, like, the dragons being the choking side that they are and, you know, that sort of evolved into, you know, Michael Hutchins' jokes and, and then, you know, and then the, you know, the focus became on the, the legendary, uh, you know, Mars bar portion of that of that autoerotic asphyxiation and then it started morphing into, you know, Toblerones and other fucking... <laughs> other, other, other brands of chocolate. I mean, if there's a... I mean, whoever's handling, you know, like a confectionery company... I'm sure we could do fucking wonders. Hook us up. I'm not fucking sure we could. I've already gone down this path with fucking crimpy. Yeah. Yes. You know, you know fucking who you are. <laughs> Tigers 46 to feed the Knights 4 out at Campbelltown. A uh, crowd of just over 11,000 in attendance. The Tigers 46 came through tries to Madison, Jennings, Masters, Garner, Cheekham, and a hat trick to Nofaluma. Not going to say it. Six conversions from eight for Momorowski and a penalty goal in the Knights. A solitary try to Aiden Guerra. Now we spoke, I mean, a lot of this overlapped in the news, I think, at the yeah. start, but um, absolutely disinterested. A team that was still on walking that tightrope of, uh, of finals yeah. contention. We were in a reasonably good position for and against wise compared to some of the other yeah. teams uh that were sort of around around their their level and they completely not only did they fucking fail to gain a possible two points that this is a, a game that should have been kind of you know each way sort of proposition yep not only did they fail to secure two points but they also fucked their for and against irreparably with two yeah. games to go in the season yeah and probably that probably you know put a line through them now. And this is the thing: it, it was in every aspect of the game. Yep, their handling and discipline was shit. Their speed in defence was shit. The numbers in tackles were shit. Actually, getting in and locking up the ball mm-hmm. was shit. And oh, fuck you! In a scoreline like that, it can't possibly be one player's fault. Yep. But fuck it came close. Mataria on the fucking Knights right hand side. Jesus fucking Christ. That like I don't know if the cunt was nervous. I don't know if he's been told that he can look for another home next year. I like it the decisions he was making were absolutely earth shatteringly poor. And you put to that I Again, I'm trying to think back on because there's there's been a lot of ponger hype. His positional play in defence seemed especially poor this game. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the one thing I did want to talk about the the Jennings try. What was your call on the fact that you can now appear to run at the fullback? going for the ball and and I'm not fucking refs faulting here and this yeah. would not have changed the result of the game well no because it, yeah. you know, it just uh, but it did seem to me to be an interesting precedent that you can run not lift your head to look at the ball wait for the opposing fullback to jump 
and then just jump into him and sort of fling your hand back randomly as if you're trying to knock the ball back. Yeah. And that's called a contest in the air. Oh, I mean, yeah, kind of, it, 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 I mean, it kind of is technically speaking. I mean, it's hard to yeah. ru- it's hard to rule on intent. Like, I mean, well, no, if you if you're not looking at the ball and all you are doing is running at the fullback, and then as they jump, you jump as well. Yeah, but you kind of it's a bit, it's at the same time. It's if you're not looking at the ball. I mean, it could be. This is. I mean, I'm just being devil's advocate. Like, yeah, just I'm the, I'm the player that's I'm the attacking player. Mm. So. I'm not looking at the ball because the, the fullback's looking at the ball, and so I'm going to time my jump from when he times when he times his jump. Mm. Obviously, the ball's getting close, so I'm going to I'm going to base my jump to out jump him. You know what I mean, like timing wise. Yeah, and like it could be it could be utter bullshit in gamesmanship, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's the you know, given you can't see inside, you know what players are thinking. Yeah, true. That would be what you would say mm. to. To justify doing it, yeah. If, yeah, if you okay. were looking to justify, well, I'm, yeah, doing I'm, it. I'm just suggesting it sets a dangerous precedent. Yeah, I mean, but there's, it, it just seems like there's so many other areas, so many other areas where they're way over the top in adjudicating yeah, the in true. the air stuff as well. So, you know, it, it goes both ways. I mean, I certainly didn't think anything of it at the time, but um, yeah, as. We're getting to it in a later game, but holy fuck, I listened to an entire game of the commentary on the weekend for the first time in fucking hell, and oh my god. Really? Oh my fucking god. Did you cop a Badaris? I fucking- I listened to that cunt in the car once, nearly wanted to swerve off a fucking highway. I don't remember- And I love Betsy. I don't remember who the fucking commentators were, but it was worse than I could ever have fucking dreamed and remembered it being. You know what? Every fucking thing that happened- they were looking for a reason why the referee fucked up. Like everything, every fucking play, everything. You know how annoying it was listening to that for 80 minutes? Yeah. What you've just done is the equivalent of a two-minute conversation with Daly Cherry Evans. <laughs> that level of fucking brain damage you now have. <laughs> I've had many two-minute conversations with Daly and, and longer, and he's a, he's a delight. But I don't know why we're talking about him anyway. We're not even talking about the manly game. We're talking about, uh, who are we talking about? Tigers and the Knights. Fucking nights, uh, devs. Uh, this this uh, this result is obviously uh, this week in the league's fault for not giving the knights enough credit. That's true. That's uh, that's a uh, we will take credit for that. Yeah, I'm happy to take credit for that, and um and because that's the, what we do. Well, we the, take our credit. The, we don't wait for. Well, the reason the reason why I take credit for it is because I would agree. Yes, they they are so deficient in character and fucking will to win that a uh, a, a albeit amazing podcast opinion can mentally fuck we, them out of their entire season. But this is the thing. When, when it comes time for credit, we just fucking dump that credit out. We're not little fucking credit beggars sitting <laughs> there going, Daddy, Daddy, please give me credit. Please credit all over me. <laughs> Mitch the Geo on Twitter. If I was Brownie, I'd make the cunts walk home. Well, uh, I, I think he tried it and they didn't take to it, so he's walking home himself now. Adam Brockman. I can empathise with Knights fans as a Canberra fan. You gronk off and you think you're better than you are. In the end, you go to the fridge for the cold chocolates and the sturdy rope. Enjoy barley. (laughs) Deformo96. Why did the Knights even travel down? What a waste of time that was. Please fall for the next two weeks and save our supporters. Seriously over you guys this year. A disappointment is an understatement. And there you go. For a fan base that lived through fucking two spoon seasons. Yeah. Getting... 20, 25,000 plus to a game every home game. Yep. 
It's the hope that kills you. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's like that. You know, when they 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 touched fourth this season, and now they're about like eleventh. So it's like not. I mean, it's not that far away from the spoon, really. Was that that was that Brian May song? Too much hype will kill you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. Our fantasy pants NZ. My wazzers are long gone and all I have to look forward to is this week in league. So imagine my delight as the Tiggers smash the shites. And to boot, the Tigs finish the weekend in ninth. Brooks is greater than Pierce. Twile greater than Clamour. Thompson greater than Ponga. Old man Benji greater than Lenor. Stick that up your gaping Nova Castrian asses. Uh, now, see for that one. Roosters 34 defeat the Dragons 12 at uh, Jubilee. Just over 9,000 in attendance. Uh, Roosters 34 tries to Manu Liu. Smith, Radley, Takiyaho, and Tedesco. Uh, conversions, four for Cooper Cronk and uh, one for Takiyaho. And the Dragons points came through. Tries to Tristan Saylor and Lucky Leilua with two of two conversions. Now, to go back a week to a discussion that was had about fucking cunt face Cameron Smith. <laughs> yes. Everything about that discussion was summed up for me. When Cooper Cronk had to take a conversion. And you got the crowd. The, the <laughs> And well, there, there was a crowd, but everyone in the crowd's cheering him on. Yep. Everyone on social media was backing him in. Yep. And the fact that he booted it from the sideline and got this little fucking kitty grin. But then because the, 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 the guy on the sideline said, you know, imagine, well, imagine it's Cameron Smith's head. head. Yeah. 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 And so he's, he's clearly heard it, kicked the goal, and, is, and then actually given the crowd the satisfaction of, yeah, I heard it and yeah, I enjoyed it. That's it. <laughs> it like, that, that must now dispel all fucking future comments about people hate Kevin Smith because he won a lot of save origins and premierships, some were illegal. The existence of Cooper Cronk is, alone dispels all of yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, because I mean, like he's he's a fucking weirdo. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I yeah. mean, all this you know, burning burning villages and the fucking best hot chips and the rest of it. I mean, you know. Yeah, but th- you know what? But he's even further along on the spectrum than Cherry Evans, <laughs> but still not a shit cunt. <laughs> still not a shit cunt. And one thing I did like, it sort of felt, you know, I don't know if sorry's the word, but I fucking empathise for him. Have you seen what he does now when he goes to the line and releases the ball? The cunt cringes. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he's he's taken. It, it, he's it, he's drawn a couple of sin beatings, you can say. He, he certainly has. <laughs> but oh, which one? Which pass was it? I wrote it down. Oh, um, on Radley's try. Yeah, he's thrown the the, the short ball up for yep. Radley. Go back, watch a replay on that. I encourage everyone. And he braces himself, (laughs) he shrugs his shoulders, and he closes his eyes and grits his teeth. Like, he's just ready to get analed. Um, And fucking good on him. Yep. You know? That's his fucking job. Yeah. Um, The scary thing about this one was that all of the Roosters tries were from mid-range. Yeah. They didn't even have to do that thing where they sat there and camped and built pressure. They weren't, they weren't what you call soft soft tries. I mean, the, the the Roosters still have still have a problem with 80 minutes. Yep. I mean, but fuck when they've got a half that's, you know, a half in them that's that good. Mm. 
And that yeah. the kick he put through for Tuku, that yep, yeah, and how and the, the fucking resurrection of that cunt mm. as well. Mm. I mean, he was done like he was like at the point like getting shopped, yeah, sort of and, level. And if you remember last year when, when the Roosters were struggling, struggling, yep, or was it when, was it last year when they had all, everyone out, or was it the year before? Anyway. Yeah, he, he was one of those senior players that was asked to step up and sort yep. of didn't. Yeah. Like just, just cracked it a bit, but fucking fair play to him. He's, he's putting it in now. Yep, he's pulled back this um, year. Um, you know, the Dragons, there's another thing about the Dragons. This is not about the game. Did you see the article through the week where there were uh, kids bitching that, you know, that have the banners and stuff and, and they had these, like, you know, fail Mary and, you know, stand down Marys and, they, yeah. and they're like... Oh, it's censorship. They're not letting us put, you know, bring our banners into the ground. <laughs> I've got to say, if I had a business yeah. <laughs> that had a public, you know, like area where the members of the public could congregate at said business, yeah. I'm not going to let you bring stuff in that's disparaging the business. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though, yeah, as well. You uneducated little millennial fucks. Mm-hmm. In Australia, free speech is implied. Yes. It's not law. It's not enshrined. Now, whilst we tend to live those values- Because we watch too much American television. You dumb cunts, I was just going to say, the sort of ones that are calling 911 <laughs> when you stub your toe. <laughs> you know, do you, but do you know what fucking censorship would be? Censorship would be somebody coming to your house- and confiscating your banner and saying you may not display this anywhere. Mm. You are free to stand in any public place with something as long as it's not offensive and doesn't have hate speech on it. Yep. You know, stand in a park. Yep. Go and stand outside Channel Nine. Stand outside Net Strata Jubilee Stadium. Correct. If you wish. What a fucking shit cunt name. Um. Yeah. There are a million other things that you should be having a whinge about about your club season. Censorship is so far down the list. <laughs> you entitled little pricks. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, JDHD, how is it possible for the Dragons' edge players to be so bad when their coach is a former rep centre? Mm. Absolutely embarrassing. Uh, oh, Sam has put a picture here and said, man, that was so fucked I ripped my own eye out. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you've done to yourself, fella, but get better, eh? Uh Trotters, they'll re-sign Manly, uh, Mary for another three seasons after winning the second half. <laughs> Lando, I feel like I should be able to get compensation from St. George for the case of diabetes I'm going to have from the the diabetes I'm getting from these Mars bars. <laughs> On the plus side, young Sailor showed more tonight than Dufty did all season. Uh, Tristan, McGregor, Brown, Barrett. 99-14-0 dickhead grand finalist 20 years on. Has any one team ever produced the worst set of coaches? A trifecta of grand poo bars of choking. <laughs> By the way, the perfect name for a knockoff of the Titan bar for anyone thinking uh, uh, if, uh, of a budget Aldi startup, calling them grand poo bars. Uh, Nigel I'll said- tell you what, on that note though, yeah. what the fuck happened to Wendell and the Broncos? What do you mean? Well, for him now- To be like dragons I'm for life. Fucking- Red V, fucking yeah. Well, I think I, I I think it's just I, I think it's more just a case of it's as simple as the age he was at the time of the career of his career when he was at the Dragons was the age that you know the kid was playing you know young 
whatever, and he stayed down there, you know, with the media or whatever, and so the kids just gone up through that system and come yeah, out of that, no, that, that club. Yeah, but but even the that thing of now, he's a, a fucking red V ambassador, and he's he is he played thirty eight games for them. That's not even two yeah. full seasons. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously the family connection, family connection now, plus he probably yeah. had a good time, you know, he probably had a good time down there yeah. and he stayed down there. So I guess yeah. he just feels closer yeah. to, and they're, 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 mm. they're probably treating him like, you know, a god. Royalty. Yep. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Nigel said, uh, hashtag people's ream. Is that a typo? Hashtag, it is actually, a, that is a typo. Yeah. People's ream. Hashtag battles of the comp. Hashtag everyone's second team. The Roosters. People's ream. Well done, sir. You own that shit. Just you live your truth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, no matter what everyone else says. Uh, the Storm 24 defeat the Titans 8 down there at the Korean Housewife. Just under 12,000 in attendance. The Storm's 24 tries to Bromwich, Pappenhausen, Finucane, Addo Carr. Smith, three or four conversions and a penalty goal. The Titans 8 came to a try to Jesse Arthurs. A conversion to Flash Gordon and a penalty goal to Gordon as well. This was by the time the game started, it was like a dollar and five, and the times were out to like eleven bucks. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. Like, um, I think they only had twenty four point start though, which was probably important for a lot of punters. But uh, they came out, and the Storm played like they had already won the game before yeah. they even came out. Uh, I mean, the Titans were solid. I guess. I mean, they certainly got through far more completed sets than the storm did in in the first half yeah. uh, in or at least in the you know in the early running in the first 30 minutes or so but the storm were just fucking terrible uncharacteristic handling errors at at all all yeah. turns I mean bringing yeah. the ball out like 40 meters out dropping the ball you know just ridiculous Which shit they've, they've had a couple of periods of that issue yeah but never anything this never felt sustained like I feel it's like it's almost one of the like the worst halves of football I've seen them play yeah, fucking ever. Yeah, was, and the Titans, for their part, they they had enormous enormous amounts of pressure, enormous amounts of ball in good position. Basically, Kevin Proctor revenge half. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but they could only really convert. I mean, with with the one try, it was a good try, Jesse Arthur's. And, uh, and see, to me, that that again summed up the Titans. They're just very much that. Well, okay. Um, we, we, fucking nothing's doing here. Fucking Pete, who's playing at lock, ends up with the ball yep. and puts a kick through. And it just so happens that... that And that was just poor communication on the part of the storm. Yep. Nobody called out that Arthurs was screaming in to fucking come over the top and take that kick. Um, the, the storm then did what the storm do. Yeah, I mean, like... I, I think they. I mean, they they rested some players and shuffle. I mean, I guess just to you know give some game time to mm. Pappenhaus and stuff. But I mean, if that's if that's the the future of their fullback, you know, he's got a lot of fucking work to do yeah. because he he was terrible in the first half, mm. and almost everything that came off for the Titans was as a result of him mm. not doing mm. his job well. Um, but yeah, second, it was funny. Like I was, I was I called my old man up at about half time, and we were just having a chat and. Um, and we're talking about, oh, you know, the Manly game that's coming up later in the day. But I was like, look, you know, I, I said that he asked me what was going on in the Titans game because he wasn't listening to it. And, um, and I was like, yeah, 
so this is a half-time score. He's like, oh, fuck, you're kidding me. And I said, don't worry, like, you know, it'll be like 40 to fucking eight by full yeah, time. Right. And like the, t- the, the phone call went over 10 minutes. It went for 20 minutes. And by the time I got off the phone, I checked was, the score yeah, and like, it was already over. I, <laughs> I had some fucking nervous times. I'd... Um, I'd multied Roosters 13 plus into Melbourne 13 plus. <sighs> yeah, 13 plus was dicey for a while there. Hit, hit my power play and, and got actual decent money on it. But um, yeah, no, it, uh, that, there was a little while where I, the cash out button looked pretty good. Way too much stress for like a, a what, 13 plus would have been like probably dollar forty or something like. Multi together, I got a dollar sixty seven. Way too much stress for fucking that kind of return. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, yeah, I didn't go into it expecting that. Yeah, stress. That's the, the the worst, the worst, the worst beat of all bad beats yeah. is when you lose a multi when the dollar and five team fucking loses or oh, something. Man, my like this year, like oh, fuck, I forget when it was. I'd, I'd I'd anchored a multi with Roger Federer at a dollar two. Oof, can't lost. Yeah, the dollar two in a two horse race is fucking. Yeah, yeah. Like I think he got hurt or something. Yeah, biscuited. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, never bet on tennis. They're fucking. They're cor- they're, they're just fucking corrupt cunts. Oh, I I've done okay at a tennis, like pro- early, the- early round shit where it where it is a bunch yeah. of those dollar two ones. Yeah, the problem with tennis is is that you've got like you know the various tournaments and the players have, you know they have to to maintain the points that they earned at that tournament last year. They have to sort of play to a similar level, similar stage of the tournament. Yeah, you know, and um and the amount of times where like they just they get their the you know it's a tournament that's not a major and it's leading up to a major and they play enough to get the points to to amass the same amount of points they had last time and then they just fucking tank it the next game yeah exactly. <laughs> when, when they're supposed to win when they're playing like a qualifier uh it's just it just happens too many fucking times um on twitter we had uh goddamn gunton the uh don't boo the refs, boo your fucking shit cunt of a team, you fuckwit cunt Storm fans. <laughs> and that one got him a 12-hour ban. <laughs> <laughs> Was that in regard, I assume, to the, um, the... The only really dubious thing I saw in that one was when they didn't um, bin Peachy for being offside at the quick tap. Yeah, the... the, the the, 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 they were feisty down there. They are booing everything because it was funny. The refs were just were giving it to them. And like Munster in particular, like he, he was just getting taught. Like that was yeah. fucking school girl. That was yeah. treating like a school kid. Yep. And uh, so, you know, it was great. It was great to see the storm get. And their fans were going fucking mental because they don't understand that that's. That's, that's actually that's, how the game's refereed. That's how the game's refereed when you're playing the storm. Yeah. You know, that's, that's yeah. what the other teams want. That's. All the time. That is what the other teams are contending with. And you spoiled motherfuckers. Mendoza. Uh, you know Cameron Smith's a cunt when he gets booted his testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> Super Grover. So that chase on Addo Car was spectacular. I was already up cheering the try, then cheered the chase. Also, their first and only try was of, uh, of some awesome offload play. Hashtag proper rugby league. Yeah, fucking good on you. That chase at the end, it was fucking. It, it was very good to prevent that that try. I mean, usually when Fox gets that much clear space, yeah. it's it's you know it's all she wrote. Yeah. Uh, Normie said, uh, "Sammy trying to get himself on the Titans keep list along with Arrow Brimson and Fodor Iker." And uh, on that note, Fodor Iker, I think he'd t- re-signed for two years today. So, Ooh, what a brave cunt. Yeah. Mighty Manly Seagulls, 18, defeat the Raiders, 14, down at GIO Stadium in Canberra. A crowd of a tick over 20,000 in attendance. 
Manly's tries to Ruben Garrick and Jakey Turbo. Garrick, two conversions, three penalty goals, and the Raiders had a double to Jared Croker and uh, a penalty, uh, sorry, one conversion and two penalties to Croker. For a while there, it was Garrick versus Croker head to head scoring. This game, it's low key turning into one of the better fucking rivalries. I mean, when you take into yeah, when you think it. about like the last sort of three years, they've all been you know extra time or super close or yep. last minute wins, and also and not only that, but they've had that just that little bit of fucking spice you know to, to them as well with like you know the like the Dylan Walker shit cunnery you know after yeah. he got the penalty goal yeah. you know or the shit cunnery on him in that game and then him giving it back after he scored the penalty yeah. goal in extra time to win the game and um and, and this the, you know this, this one had it again and ended out as you would have expected. Four and five, you know, there was the the obvious offside at the end. What are you going to do? Probably a, a good test for both teams heading into semifinals. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, for Manly to do it with, with 15 players for much of the game after losing uh, Suli and, and Thompson and two fairly, you know, key players yep. um, fairly early as well and having to reshuffle once again, I mean – uh, you get last week. You get Jetski coming in for Ciro, who's having his you know his career year, and uh, this week, yeah, Jetski's in the you know, same thing, replacing Ciro. But then Suli's out, so then Jetski's playing centres on the on the edge where yeah. fucking Whiten and is just is is you know trying to run a mark up, you know, yeah. on he having his career year. He's very quickly becoming. I almost want to say Canberra's Tyrone Peachy. In that, from outside, everyone looks at it. And they're like, "Oh, fucking yeah!" You know what? I'd I'd take him. This is this. I'm sure there's some part of Canberra fans in there that that just fuck. I mean, they couldn't they they couldn't dislike him at all in this game. Though I mean, he he set he set up the fucking try to get him back. You know, back into the game. Yeah, he did. scored the yeah. did a lot of that shit too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everything that they did in this game actually came via. Yeah. Via yeah. Jack White, and he almost, you know, he was there, there. was a time there where he almost scored that try, and Cherry Evans just fucking got the ball and 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 tipped it out just as he was grounding yeah, that, it. That's the thing. So, the, the almost. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to do about. It. I mean, he, he's he's in the air going to ground the ball. I mean, you know, it was just that yeah. was just great work from Cherry Evans after getting like uh after getting beaten I'm, I'm earlier on in the same the explosions play. Explosions and. Penalties and sin binnings and I don't think that, that see I don't think the explosions and the, I don't think he's really I don't okay. think that's really I mean do you think that's still happening like it. I mean, that, like two years ago, yeah, maybe even last year. I don't know. I mean, you still, but I don't think that's really yeah, happening not as, as much. Many penalties this year, but it's more just getting himself in the fucking bin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he's anyway. Yeah, I, he's definitely. This is his career year, and the move to five eighth was a, I, you know, accidental or not, masterstroke from yep. from Ricky that's Stewart. Um, I was, I mean, I, I hate the way that fucking Manly play, like forty five minutes of every game where it just feels like. All they do is just give away penalties, and then so the other team's kind of starting from like halfway, yep. and then at the end of the set, there's you know they're in they're in range to you know at least put one or two tackles on against the, you know at the line, and it just seems it just it's so it's such a stressful fucking way to support rugby a rugby league side to, to have to go throughout for over half the games, but fuck they got some determination, and when they're working it out from their own line, fuck they're good at turning useless sets of you know barely getting to the twenty. To turning them into you know forty yeah. twenties or yep. getting up to halfway because they you know can get it out wide and, and snatch some yardage yep. or they get like a good run from like Fanua Blake or something like that. I mean they're they're so good at turning shit sets into 
you know, surprisingly okay ones, you know, for field position. Yeah. And then once they start getting that roll, then that's then they start, you know, getting the ball in the twenty from the from the kick and then rolling down to the point where they're almost attacking at the end of the set because they're just rolling on so hard. Um, you know, with Tapao and Fanula Blake. Um fucking Pasek is finally starting to act like a, a first grade player. Uh, now finally um, and, and giving us like a reasonable option I mean I always worry when Fanua Blake and, and Tapao have to go off but when you get yeah, and like cause Morgan Boyle I don't I still don't rate him although he fucking I don't, I don't I would say he turned the game but that was absolute top shelf fucking shit country like just gamesmanship to get that fucking HIA and get the fucking trainer stopping the play when Canberra won a roll at the yeah. end. I just uh, see to I, I and in all seriousness, that to me is something that shouldn't be celebrated. Oh, I think absolutely should be celebrated, but at the same time, absolutely shouldn't be fucking tolerated by shouldn't be tolerated by the referees, and and that's the problem. I mean, this was the match of the round. And even, you know, despite the, the number of penalties, it was still the match of the round. But Ashley Klein and, you know, also, you know, by extension, cunts like Henry Perinara, they shouldn't be given these fucking games. Yeah, exactly. Because they are not up to it, mm-hmm. to refereeing these kinds of games. I mean, fancy blowing, like, was there fucking 26 penalties or something in the game? Yeah. Unfucking ble- And I feel like most of those were probably in the first half. But just unfucking believable just the amount. And some of the most pedantic and stupid... You know penalties. I mean, they 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 sort of made a, a, an undertaking. I think you know, I heard from the commentators to you know try and put it away a little bit more in the second half, but they didn't quite get there. I mean, there's still fucking penalties in the second half too. Um, just super happy with the determination, despite the injuries for Manly to uh, to get the job done, and um, and once again, just the, the scramble and the goal line defense against a team that can put they, on the put ten, some fucking points on. Defense? What's that ten minute defense? Well, they should have been on the goal line, but yeah, on the goal line. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. No. Oh, you uh, do you want to draw some lines on a picture for me? No. It sounds like it sounds like you want to. It sounds like you it sounds like you got to, you want to get out fucking MS Paint and start drawing some lines. I mean, that's the dumbest fucking argument I've ever seen in my life from these stupid camera cunts. And that's one of the things I think is also enhancing the rivalry for me because I never had any bad blood towards camera fans. Yeah, I mean, honestly, came out and said that. It should have been offside. Yeah, he's full of fucking shit, though. I mean, oh, if you yeah, okay. watch watch the fucking video, like actually watch it, and it's fucking obvious. The ball fucking clears the foot of the guy. Cherry Evans is two is two two away from where the the ball was played. He runs up, stops on his heels, and starts to slide side to side. Jetski is in line with him after he started to go back. So, I mean, as if a guy can't hey, sprint off the line hey, and actually get up in line. You don't need to convince me. I'm not saying it. I've heard other people say it. Yeah. This is just what's being said. Yeah. You don't need and to look, And look, and, you know, they see all the things like, you know, the fish rots from the head and things like that. And that's how it is with Canberra fans. Hmm. Because they they had, for a period of time, a long period of time, the biggest fucking sook fucking coach racking up the 10Ks, fucking, you know, the 17 guys are in there fucking, you know, with their little fucking bleeding buttholes, getting Texas and fucking- That's it. You, you don't need to sell it to me. They're getting I, all I, that- I don't have a dog in this fight. They've had all- They've had they've had that from their coach for several years. And, you know, they. I think fan bases do take their- do do take their cues from the you know from the the club or from the coach of how to take the losses and Canberra fans and I don't know if it's, a, it's against Manly or if it's just in general they take losses extremely fucking badly in cases like this 
and surprisingly, uh, full credit, because I'm all about giving the credit where it's due, fucking Ricky gave well, – I actually watched his – I watched his press conference with the anticipation of delicious tears to sustain me and, and refuel my electrolytes that were sorely depleted after the masturbation I indulged in after the win. And he gave one of the most gracious mm. fucking credit-giving – non-referee bashing fucking press conferences I've ever seen in my life. Not from not from Ricky Stewart, but from coaches in yeah, general. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. And so I give full credit to, to Ricky. I give um partial credit to his team and I give zero credit to Canberra's fans. You can suck the dick up till you hiccup. And uh <laughs> in the back of the pickup because um you fucking you you deserve it for your fucking whinging shit cunt ref fault ways, and uh, and the uh, the coincidence and just the the way the stars aligned that the banner image for the Twill Facebook group is a picture of fucking Bateman holding a ref fault scarf. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why that maybe that's what set him off. I don't, I don't know. Uh, the real TK sixteen. Leilua is a dirty cunt. His legs are the size of the try scorer's abdomen. Why is he like? Why is he the way he is? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just you get. He's like this two steps forward, fucking three steps back character. Where he finally gets his like he he, he, he he turned himself into a bit of a cult hero. He was kind of like he was he was a brain dead cunt on the field and off yep. the field. Then he slowly got better on the field and was branded off the field. And then Canberra, by and large, mm. absolute fucking hockey stick trajectory of yeah. on the field level. And, and, and the shit cunnery stuff kind of got it, not not rubbed out completely, but I mean, it was it was far less. He was more larrikin than villain. Yeah, yeah. But this game, he had two instances. I can't, well, I can't remember the other thing he did. It was some other fucking cunnery. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, dumping knees into a dude. <laughs> After he scores a try, like obviously too. I mean, yeah. try and fucking you know, try and hide it a bit. Like, <laughs> just get behind the guy, and just go, duh. <laughs> <laughs> or like pretend to fall over, or like, yeah, like wait, windmill your arms like you've lost balance. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, there's, you know, you can get away with being a cunt with it, with just a touch of gamesmanship and acting. But um, when he's just like, oh, I'm just going to drop the knees. <laughs> Uh, MJ Eagle 23 I've come down a little After that great win Again Super win And big shout out To Trenton Barrett Great coaching performance Timmy on Facebook Says uh, Fuck the Eagles And that pencil neck Of a captain And their fuckwit Trainer stopping play Because Manly Were under the pump mm. <laughs> uh, Aldi the Rock said, uh, Well done Manly Thoroughly deserved win Meanwhile I've never been so angry At a BJ In all my life <laughs> uh, Anthony in Rome and couldn't get the game to work on the phone so I followed on the app great win Manly sounds like it was a close game was sweating when I saw 18-14 maybe should stay away because Manly is surging into the top four uh, Sky BJ could cost this team a chance of a ring I'd flick him real quick what day is it today? Tuesday so we're not going to what's that, What's the story? I mean I know he's charged but um, how much time is he going to have off? how much is he looking at? That's that's one thing I didn't look at while we're doing the notes, I mean, you know, I'd have him out for the rest of the season, you know, even if they got to the grand final, but uh, uh, I'm just going to have to quickly scroll back and try and figure out how much he has. I mean, we, I know we had uh, Nathan Brown's only facing um, 
two weeks. He'll, he'll take the early guilty plea. Yeah, which is which is light. I mean, he he could have been yeah he could have been probably sent off. Um, yeah. Fuck. Seabold has the final word in NRL feud. Make up your fucking mind, Harvard. Yeah, does he? Fuck. Does he really? Yeah. What a dickhead. Um, okay, so where are we here? Let's find BJ. BJ, BJ, BJ. Where are you? No, I can't find it. Fuck it. We will find out tomorrow night. Yes. Okay, previews coming up for round, uh, what are we up to? 24. 24. 24. Uh, Cowboys take on the Bulldogs on Thursday night at 1300 Teeth. Another relevant game for the NRL chaos blanket finish that we all were all hoping to see. Uh, harder to pick than it was a week ago too, because the Cowboys really did surprise me yeah. with the with the way they held it together for eighty minutes. Yep. Um, they you know they didn't let Penrith get away early. I mean they've they've had the habit of letting teams sort of get away and then you know grinding their way back in and coming home strong. Uh, you know it started was you know from start to finish uh, against the Panthers, doggies. Fuck it! I am tipping completely from the uh, the perspective of NRL chaos must happen. Yeah, I'm so the dog. keep it going, doggies. The Warriors take on the Rabbits in New Zealand pub slot game. Okay, so um, Parsi and Nicarima into the side. Uh, Harris Devita drop into the interchange, and uh, Liggy Sow comes in to replace Blake Ashford on the bench, which is obviously a fucking massively positive move um sam burgess returns for the rabbits alex johnson returns for the rabbits and kyle turner yeah you can't go past south here fucking south yep i think so and i mean you know you'd expect so too at this stage of the season and you know hopefully a bit of that good form that they've showed Mm -hmm. against the broncos comes through broncos versus the eels Friday night game, usual slot, Suncorp Stadium. Uh, no changes to the Broncos lineup from last week. The Eels have uh, Ferguson black, uh, back to the wing. Um, Takarangi goes to the bench. Uh, Nathan Brown is suspended, obviously, and uh, Nikore replaces him, and Terapo replaces Tepai Maoroa. So. I'm not sure that the Eels can stand up to that young Broncos forward pack. That's been their problem all year. Yep. And it's going to take a massive fucking effort for guys like Manu Mo and Daniel Alvaro to to get over the top. I, I don't see the Eels with, with enough points in them. Yeah, uh, and Blake Ferguson's uh, yeah, somewhat of a good luck charm for the side. But I think after the, the kind of debilitating illness that he's had, you know, in overcoming HIV. We've been hanging out with Sean Lane. Yeah, <laughs> I feel. They, did they ever say what that infection was? I must say, I mean, from when like that what, like a leg infection. What or they what they say it makes it sound like it's like you know some kind of fucking like Mercer, you know, like golden staff. Yeah, sort I was going to say of, if it was so yeah, you know, so, yeah, you know, one of those you know super antibiotic resistant staff infection sorts of, you know where you just got to just be on a on an antibiotic drip and hope it eventually fucking takes otherwise. Yeah. I, I look. I nearly became a fucking nihilist the other day. I listened to a podcast with a doctor about it, who was basically saying that we fucked ourselves, and it's all these. Like humanity has fucked themselves. Yeah, yeah. like like when a doctor gives you antibiotics, yeah, and he goes, "Take these for two weeks." 
yeah. and you feel better after three days yeah. and you stop taking them, yeah. all you're doing then is giving all of the leftover ones you didn't kill a chance to mutate and yeah. become resistant <laughs> to, to that antibiotic. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that was Blake Ferguson. And, um, Shame he didn't get fucking flesh-eating one, but. Yep. Uh, Fuck. I mean, this this is must win for the Eels. I mean, sure, the top five have a buffer on the rest of the the top eight, Mm. but if they have any aspirations, because they they play Manly next week, so if they could jag this win and then jag the win the the week after, it gives them a it gives them a chance of top four. uh, You know, if if South shit the bed, but um, same vein, it's must win for the Broncos too. Yeah, and I feel like it's it's it you know it's more must win for the Broncos, yeah. and like it's it's a weird thing to say, but I think they're they're in better form at the moment yep. than the Eels, no, and the Broncos are being extremely fortunate as well, having the the run home with a lot of SunCorp games, and you know right when they fucking need them. Yeah, funny how that works. Are you are you talking NRL conspiracies? No, I'm just saying that you know it it's not out of the fucking question to play one game at home, then one game away, then one game at home, yeah. then one game away. Yeah. Yep. The fact that there's fucking hang on, you get four games at home and then you, yeah, buck off here for a week and then you're back and then you, yeah. it's just yeah, fucks with my OCD. Knights versus the Titans. A week ago, mm. <laughs> with the Knights still in the competition running against the Titans, who look like absolute dog shit, oh. I would have said, wow. This is going to be a flogging, yeah. and well, what it does, I mean, yeah, with the, with the Knights giving up about fifty points in four and against, and taking themselves from having the best four and against of that pack, so you know, tying on points or whatever mm. would would favour them. Now they've you know they've they've dropped you know from from first to second and almost third. So yeah. so so they fucked themselves a little bit last week with the four and against situation. Um, but at this stage, they just need the two points to stay in the running. I mean, two points keeps them alive, uh, and and with. It, yeah, you know, a lot of the teams in the in the running at, at the end of the season sort of playing each other. I mean, we've got a super relevant last round with about I think yeah. there'll be about three could be three games that are super yeah, relevant to the result. You know, where guy where teams are playing other teams in the same boat and have control full control over their destiny. Taking everything down a peg. Yep, I still think Newcastle have much better cattle on paper than the Titans do. Well, look, if Brown was a problem, or, or sorry, well, you know, I don't think Brown was a problem, but if the players had a problem with Brown, yeah, that's it. then this week is their opportunity to demonstrate why it was a good yeah, thing that he's gone. That's it. And they've managed to get rid of him a couple of weeks earlier than expected. Uh, it could be the move that salvages the, the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, so, or at least you know, gives them a chance to finish with a couple of wins and... Yep. You know, give himself a chance to be in the finals. Uh, so, on that, in that respect, I think uh, I'll tip the Knights without a tremendous amount of uh, confidence. But the things that really tip it over for me is that it's in Newcastle and it's an Old Boys Day. And remember when they were wooden spooners? Even the old boys' day, that was that was that was a day they'd lift. And I think if they get a couple of those old boys into the sheds before the game and tell these entitled cunts to fucking pull their heads out of their asses, mm. and uh, you know play for the fucking jersey that they're wearing. Yeah. And- like, That'll probably make them fucking say, fuck you, you can't tell me, you're not my dad, you can't tell me what to do, fucking, yeah. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do, Butterfield. <laughs> fuck you, Tony Butterfield. <laughs> like, fucking one of your players is the son of the CEO of your major sponsor. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Now, you, you think he would have put some rockets up him? 
Like yeah. you're fucking embarrassing the brand here, son. You fucking you you you're fucking killing you're killing your family, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Melbourne Storm at Brookie Saturday afternoon game. Manly side uh, Thompson is out. They've named Suley, so that's uh, strange. He's less injured than they thought, or whatever. But uh, Siren will come in, he'll, and he will come straight in for Joel Thompson. Um, Jetski will stay there, uh, obviously. And in the extended bench, you have Brad Parker in the twenty, so he must be at the point where he's pretty much ready to come back into the side if required. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you've got Tavita Funa in nineteen as well, who's a fucking gun center in waiting. And so I don't know what they'll do. I mean, I mean, the options would be Brendan Elliott's named in the three. If if Parker was to come back, he'd come back into into the spot where Elliott is. And do they just consider Elliott to be a jack of all trades and just throw him over the other side where Suley should be? Or do they put in Funa, who might be more, you know, a natural right center? I don't know. But um, either way, the storm. Will Chambers comes back into the side. Curtis got out. Uh, Kamikamika's uh out of the side this week, and Brody Croft is listed it's in, in the twenty. The Storm are such firm favourites in this one. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, considering they only they only beat them like you know three weeks ago, or however yeah, long ago it, it was, and, and the Storm didn't play out of their skin. No the weekend. They, they the Storm haven't been amazing since then either. I mean, they had the loss to Canberra where they were leading eighteen nil. Then they had, then they came, then they struggled mightily to get out of the blocks against the Titans. We- it's probably an you know extremely unfamiliar territory for them this time of year. The storm of normally, you know, they they might not be. They're be pretty. At they're peak. pretty much yeah on the upward trajectory. That's though. it. The they're- problem is this season they've had their upward trajectory has been from the start of the season yeah. through Origin and everything all the way, and now they're taking the dip, you know? And and they've had their changes in the halves and, and positional... And they've had their games where they've rested players, yeah. but they've kept the winning going through, and they had, you know... So, look, I mean, they're on top of the table, and they're playing to, to ice the minor premiership. So, there's... I mean, they, they should yeah, certainly true. they should certainly be the favourites, but, I mean, they're not going to win this fucking game. They're our bitches. I mean, fucking holding our pockets, and, uh, you know, while they're tripping over the fucking divots, getting their, getting their, their cunt ankles broken on, Brookie, on, on Brookie's fucking... Wonderful surface. I'm going to translate that. It means that if Manly can stall the game with unsportsmanlike tactics, like yeah, faking injury, yeah, they can disrupt Melbourne and they'll win. So, well, yes, we, well, we didn't have to do it last time to beat them, so you know. And uh, yeah, and we'll. Uh, it'll be wonderful confidence boost to go into the finals to have beaten the Storm twice in the season. The Roosters take on the Panthers at the SCG. Well, isn't that convenient? A game where they're going to run up a cricket score. At a cricket, at ground, a cricket yeah. ground. Uh Latrell's back in the side. Um, Cordner's named as a reserve, so he's not quite back yet. Uh, Panthers, where we got Leota starts at prop. Fisher Harris shifts to lock. Isaiah Yo out. What happened to Isaiah Yo? Uh, Luai on the bench. I don't know. He probably fucking concussed himself walking down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Just that that level of uh, of vibration on his brain. He, 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 did that, he did that thing where you jump down the last two steps and all of a sudden couldn't remember where he parked his car. <laughs> um, yeah, roosters. But based on just a this is this is much win. win. This is must win for you. Yeah, you know what? Last week was as well. So was the week before. And based on the level of absolute fucking apathy, I I can't see them putting up any sort of defence. 
I'm tipping the Panthers because I wish for good things to happen to you, stepdad. I want you to be happy. I want you to be in the finals. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's why I don't- You need to find your fire again. I need you to believe in your own- It's why I don't put on Tinder that I've got a fucking 10-inch dick. I know what it feels like to be bitterly disappointed. <laughs> Uh, Sharks versus the Raiders at Reclaim Australia Stadium. Leilu were out suspended, obviously. Simon, but a luxury to bring Simonson into onto the wing. Cotrick goes into centre. Uh, where are we for the, the Sharkies? Fecky's out, replaced by uh, the good Sione Katoa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bakuya replaces Jack Williams. Is that the good that was not even a regular first grader. <laughs> that's, that's right. Oh, fuck. And uh, that says it all. Yeah, fuck my life. Uh, um, yeah, look, the, the Sharks' wins have been against some pretty soft fucking opposition, so I think the Raiders will come out and get the job done here. This is Paul Gallon's final home game of his career. Do the, do the, do the boys lift for Gal? No. Just like the Tigers will be ninth, Gallon's a fucking loser. Yep, yep. Well, I mean, yeah, he will. He'll. He'll end his career the way the fans remember it, <laughs> with L after L. <laughs> uh, once again, though, this this is another must-win game for the Sharks, and uh, I want. I'll be interested to see how the Raiders come. I mean, because they had they had like that that loss where they you know they stepped up the the level to play the Roosters and didn't quite make it there but they backed yep. up amazingly well by beating the Storm yep. uh, the week after now they've had another disappointing loss um against a far superior outfit so I wonder how they're going to treat uh, these guys I mean you would have to favor Canberra to win because I mean they're just, they're just too fucking good this year yep but, and the Sharks are just far too you know inconsistent and you know flogging over the Warriors isn't exactly like yeah. you know solid gold form and and I think this year Can- Canberra have got a little bit of the cunt in them in terms of this there's guys like Hodgson and Bateman yep who seem to be like okay well you want to get into a fucking grind okay yep. I'll fucking get in there with you yep uh, Dragons take on the Tigers at uh, the SCG Sunday Arvo the Dragons uh, what have we got Kafusi comes on for host Hunt is uh, in 21 Cannot make the first grade side at the moment, so we've got Tristan Saylor will back up at fullback, Whitup and uh, and Smooth Corey in the halves. The Tigers, Reynolds named hooker, despite the fact that he was benched before kickoff last week. Uh, Madison shifts back to lock, Eisenhuth to the bench. <sighs> I wonder what he's done. Like, how much better did they look with him on the field? I yeah. And again, you know, it was a fucking almost no opposition at that stage. But yeah. if you can control, if you can put some fucking blinkers on him, yeah, he's he's definitely a super sub. Yep. yep. At worst, look, uh, I mean, you know, Dragons or you know, one of those teams in crisis. Uh, the season has long since gone for them. They can't get the spoon. They've literally got nothing to play for. Not even pride. And that's it. I, I don't think they have that bulldog shit cunnery of let's just fucking cause chaos here. So yeah, I mean, because they like let's be real, they could they could fucking end the season for the Tigers here if they wanted to show yeah, some balls. That's it, and and get into a contest. And and on that note, I tip as an outcome of this game, whatever needs to happen to keep the Tigers in ninth. 
Yeah, that's what will happen. Okay, and uh, I think you know when we're speaking realistically, I think the Tigers will win. Let's move on to the mailbag. Giannis uh, underscore Mateus. For a bloke who hates Hillsong, fuck, there was a lot of sermons regarding last week's episode. Hashtag Jesus also loves furries. You're fucking kidding me? Jesus Christ. Learn how to fucking decide which petrol to put in your car and then then come at me. About having little fucking ranties about shit that pisses me off. <laughs> we got a at eight 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 account. Stepdad's furry rabies is affecting his mood. Sooking about Melbourne's for twenty minutes. Sad. <laughs> Trotters no receptacle makes stepdad ranty, and I'm not sure which stepdad I like more: story time or rant time. I didn't feel like it was you were that over top, but you must have been. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, James Smith on Twitter he said uh, from um, Inside Sport among the highlights of my week are hearing Stepdad's DCE impersonation and Nate's pronunciation of that dragon winger's name <laughs> I assume he's talking about blah 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 little buffalo if we put together a team of secret rangers, I think it would break the salary cap. Morgan, Maloney, Munster, Ponga. Jesus going, fucking Christ. Hang on. Big puppy. No. See? What? You fucking frittatas. What? Secret ranger. Ponga is a secret ranger. Yeah. Because he puts something over his hair. Yeah, but also even when he with- takes it off- but he's not like Carrot Top when he takes it off, though, either. Oh, he's pretty it's fucking like, close. You've got to get him in the right... But same, same for Puppy. You've got to get him in the sunlight. And then you go, oh, well, look, obviously that's red hair. Yeah, but he doesn't wear fucking headgear. Well, no. That's the secret part of Secret Rangers. Well, no. The secret the secret part is you're not like a fucking carrot. You're just like... You've got to see... You know what I mean? You no. don't... You, you look You look like... You, you look at him... You see him in like the peripheral vision. You go, no. oh, yeah, that's someone that's got like... That's like, you know, like someone who's got brown hair. The, the Secret Ranger bit. Was about the fact that when he puts his headgear on, so that's more hit, that's, that's you, you a can't hit, tell that he's a ranger. That's more hidden ranger, I think. Oh Jesus Christ! Why? Why do you? Why do you keep fucking? Yeah, because little preaching fucking, the Lord, little cuntalo here, <laughs> fucking in, invent, <laughs> inventing clubs. <laughs> like, uh, hell. The rest uh, of them are out and proud rangers. Quality tool tourist from uh, Anthony uh, this week. He sent us a photo in. Uh, so not the best photo, but twill tourist in Florence. Polo shirt from this year is certainly the goods. Just played a twill episode and the kids heard the shout out from Lords. Cheers, Nate and Jay. Thank you, sir. Very long time uh, supporter of the show. Been getting membership like ever since we've been doing it. So, legend. Appreciate you, sir. And uh, that is it for time for episode 333. Thanks for listening. Actually, before we get into the full-time thing, I've got to go to the Facebook for the last-minute questions. I put up the questions, uh, the, the last-minute call, to see if anyone had any questions to go through, and I'll just uh, I'll pick out a couple of the highlights for you and uh, see what you uh, see what you think. Where are we? God, the way that this fucking this Facebook shit sorts itself sometimes does my fucking head in. 
Just default it to recent, you stupid cunt of a thing. Zuckerberg, you fucking moron. Um, fuck, they've been busy while we've been recording the show tonight. Okay, 63 comments. Fucking okay, here we go. Let's go back and uh, I'm going to ignore these basic ones. Um, there are some fucking basic bitches. Basic there? bitches. Uh, oh, my God. I'm just... just, just uh, <laughs> Jack, as a Newcastle fan, is it easier to shove Mars bars or strawberry thick shakes up my receptacle? Thanks in advance. Well, I would think that the you know, the strawberry thick shake would would you know act somewhat as a as a stimulating lubricant for your, for your Mars bar. I mean, you know, why not try both? Y- yes, but see, here's the thing for the uninitiated: it's a lot easier <laughs> in theory to get a strawberry thick shake up your sphinct than than one would would assume. And well, no, you're saying it's more difficult than one would assume. Yes. Yeah. And also, the fucking risk of brain freeze from your sphinct. <laughs> Ain freeze. <Yeah. laughs> There's the title. <laughs> My um, thoughts exactly. <laughs> I'm just it, well, like that silent period. Then it wasn't like, is that the title? Though that was like, how am I going to fucking spell it? <laughs> I mean, do you go with the, the the do you go with like the the phonetic like the like AIN so you get the AIN or or do you just go yeah AN just take the AIN for anus you know that's that's the that's that's what I was immediately thinking how am I got to fucking well it's AIN it? obviously yeah it has to be yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> two words plus the way to get the strawberry thick shake up there effectively is with the McDonald's straw. That's not that's not that's not effective at all. Oh, how else are you doing it? I, I think you would have to go with because just given the thickness, you'd have to go with something larger, wouldn't you? Like a you know, like a, a like a funnel. You'd use to change the oil in your, in your car. Yeah, but then then that's talking about getting you know other lube to insert the thing to get the thing up there. I swear, there's a will, there's a way. You know, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking spit on it. I don't know. I, I was expecting more from you. I was, I was expecting some fucking Anthony Bourdain. Oh, here's a fucking icing piping bag that I had from my fucking. Well, you could use like a fucking sushi days. Yeah, you could use like an in, fucking, you could use like an injector, like you'd use for like a basting, like like the yeah. same the same way the same way lesbians have babies. <laughs> Pull out the fucking load up the baster, which that's actually a common common thing that some lesbians do when they've told their partner that they do want kids and they don't, is they replace the semen with a strawberry thick shake. <laughs> and if they ask any questions, they tell them that the seeds are just, that's what sperm look like. <laughs> and because they're lesbians, they don't know because they've never seen jizz. <laughs> and that's great till they don't get pregnant and they're all depressed. They go shopping. <laughs> One of them starts screaming at the top of their lungs that some sick cunts jizzed on these strawberries. They <laughs> oh, just feel drawn to like fucking McDonald's. I don't know why. <laughs> um, what do we got here? Troy said, why is stepdad so salty? We won the trade without Moylan even playing. I'm sure we can fit one more ex-riff associated furry into the Sharkies. Okay. Meaning yourself, I think. No. Not going to happen. I think he's just saying I've taken, and and again, you you didn't win the trade with more than not playing because Maloney didn't play either, and we beat you. Yeah, 
That was that, and that was the the deciding that, round that of the was trade the penultimate. Yeah. yeah, so forever in our fucking shadow, cunts. <clears throat> James says uh, asks the Warriors need who to make them a decent team in twenty twenty. Oh, a decent fucking coach, and I'm not exactly sure who it is because fuck they would benefit from like a Bellamy or a or a Benny or or a Hasler, someone who just wouldn't take their shit and would fix the cultural deficiencies that seem to have permeated across the entire history of the franchise. Because who have they had? They haven't had one of these, you know, you you would, you would think that the, you know, that their current coach might be, you know, cut from that cloth because he's sort of experienced that. Served under. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, clearly he's not. Again, it's one of these situations. I know I've said it the last couple of weeks and I've said it this episode. I don't think any coach fixes it unless it is, you know, Bellamy, Hasler. Like even Bennett's had his problems going to Souths, you know. Um, I'm not sure that there is any other coach that can go in there and instantly have every player know that they're on notice. Players are too yeah. safe. They feel too safe. They've got guaranteed contracts. They've got absolute shit cunt RLPA agents out there that'll bitch and whinge. If players talk as much, if players talk as much as you know, and obviously they talk. I think Bellamy, someone who come in and probably get not straight away results, but I think he certainly by the end of the season, you know, yep. have them in the finals. You know, yep. if not soon, if not getting them firing sooner, because let's face it, everyone knows that you know mm. he ain't taking, he doesn't take shit. Yeah, so. and and he has backup. Everyone in that fucking team, he's quite happy to buy NRL caliber yep. players yep. and keep them there just as, well, you know what? You don't pull your weight. I've got this kind of put in in a second. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, Chris says, is my wife right when she says it's a bit ridiculous to drive 12 hours just to have beers with people from the internet, even though she's getting a holiday out of it and she doesn't have to be around when I become a fat drunken disgrace? No, she's wrong. She's dead set wrong. She's 100% wrong. Because, hang on, we've fucking met you in real life. Yeah, he's, he's already done that. And not only that, he came out on the on the Friday night. Yeah. And then turned around and come out on the Saturday as well because- Yeah. And he, when he wasn't planning to- That's Because it. he had so much fun on the Friday. Yeah. So, he's already- I mean, this is just a larger scale version of that. Exactly. And it's still the same two nights. Yeah. And she gets a holiday to Sydney. Jeez. Buy her a fucking Feynman calendar and some D batteries. <laughs> fucking say, there you go, love. De-energizes. <laughs> How many? 20, motherfucker. 20. <laughs> There's a reference. Motherfuck you. Uh, where are we? Uh, I'm just scrolling through these. Is Darius about to disappear like real dad? Fucking forgot to mention that. So the news stories coming out yesterday and today were that uh, Darius, over the next two years, he's on eight hundred a year, so he's owed one point six million oh. for two more years at the Broncos, and obviously playing like a you know a bucket of shit at the moment, you know to put it bluntly. And word is that the Broncos are trying to say, look, think about your legacy and perhaps pull the pin. And not collect this 1.6 million over the next two years, and to, and to which 
I like as much as I want to take the piss out of Darius because he's a Broncos player and and I get massive enjoyment when the, when their fan base and team suffer. Motherfucker, take that one point six. Fuck, Fuck them. They they sign that shit. You sign fucking players over the age of thirty to long term deals, and you fucking run the risk of this thing happening. Yeah. And if you have to serve it out playing for fucking Redcliffe or yep, you know, East or fucking Ipswich or wherever the yep. wherever the fuck you need to be, then do it. Yep. 1.6 million to play Q Cup. You make him pay every fucking cent, man, because let's face it, your legacy, legacy ain't going to pay the bills. That's it. I mean, you think of what you can buy with $1.6 yeah. million. No, fuck that. I mean, you know what right. legacy gets you? Legacy gets you a fucking, fucking pint down the pub when someone exactly. recognizes you. They get you $1.6 million. Do you know what current interest is on $1.6 million at 3%? It's 32 grand. Mm-hmm. That one point, if you bank. That one point six million dollars mm-hmm. at three percent a year that makes thirty two grand. Yep. You know? Yep. So you can't afford to not take that money, Darius. Yeah. Exactly. Get in on it. Exactly. And it's just I I just find it ridiculous. I mean, if you're a Broncos fan, you can be super disappointed with the way he's played and and, and want him out of there. And I totally get that that standpoint. Yeah, but but you for know anybody else who's a rational thinking human being, if you're against him staying on and collecting that fucking money to which he's entitled, yeah, fucking and get that. Don't money. be angry at fucking Darius. I remember the go- the you know, glory days when the Broncos picked stars that everyone thought was past their prime mm-hmm. and reinvigorated their careers. That's right. Look, look at one B. Marshall. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Maybe it's this fucking prissy, soft-skinned cunt Seabold you got at the helm that should be to blame. Yep. Yep. Mm. Uh, ben said, wait, 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 last minute. With Gallon retiring, who will become the biggest villain for the next decade? Gallon's not so much a villain anymore. Like he, yeah, he, he's he squarely got on the fucking pity comedy track. Yeah, and he, he I mean, he stopped racially abusing people and yeah. fucking you know, ripping wounds open years um, ago. The Burgeye dead set cunts. Yeah, and but I mean, their time is coming to a close as well. So yeah. I think I don't think they're going to be around that much longer. Um, Lodge is turning into a, a bigger shit cunt. Every oh yeah, game. Tavita Pangai fucking junior. Yeah. That, he's got a lot of cunt in him. He fucking does. Far more than oh, he's actually got. I mean, I don't think he's been to New York, but like if he had, yeah, I, I shudder to think at what he would do to the citizen, the German um, tourist there. Yeah, tough. It's hard. I mean, I'm trying to think who who at the moment is like a, like a legit. But again, the whole villain things. I just think they get rubbed. Out. I think they, they get rubbed out of the game now. <laughs> like, yeah. Could you imagine like, like a Maguire's again, Maguire? Well, villain, yeah, no, Maguire. Like, Maguire current now. Yeah, I think he might be the guy. He's got the crown. Now you mention it, he's the yeah. guy now. Yeah, he's got the crown. So I guess he is until he is for for. Yeah. The, I mean, he's not that old, yeah. is he? No, he's just still got a good couple of years left yeah. in him. So I think it's going to be Maguire. Yeah, p- people look at Gallon now, and it is legit. Fucking, you feel bad for him. Yeah. Like it's just sadness and. Yeah. You know, the poor cunt thinks he's relevant. So. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the final one, oh, I fucking lost it. It was Mezzi asking about the hats. Yeah, no, we will get we will get them this year. We'll be able to turn around fairly quick, and we got you know we got at least you know seven or eight weeks left in the season in terms of the broadcast of this show with a couple of rounds of action and final you just series and everything. Not so. have a fucking weird shaped dumb cunt head that you need to cover up. 
<laughs> you ever thought of that? <laughs> Try that. Yeah. If I can get off our back. No. no I, I, can't, I can't get behind it. Yeah, you, you can't abuse your customer base. <laughs> we don't, I don't really left I with think all these fucking find, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking that is it. Oh. See you, uh, see you, motherfuckers, next week. And we're getting close to uh, you know we're inside of the finals. And when you're inside of the finals, that means you're inside of the grand final day and oh. and, and the piss up that will eventuate. Oh, I and uh, wait. and I'm sure the details will be locked in and confirmed more you know over the coming weeks. But if you've done it the last couple of years since we've stationed ourselves at, at the Edinburgh Castle there in the C- in the CBD in Sydney, and uh, it will be uh, same place, same time. And uh, it'll be good, it'll be a good time. I better book that. Yeah, coming up to that time. Yep. Wouldn't it be fucking terrible if like someone was just like <laughs> they're like fucking doing all right this grand final thing. Let's actually like put it out there. Yeah. And- <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's it for this week. And uh, yeah, we will uh, see you next time. Later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.